In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate. From the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
can't control yourself any longer. Come on, shake your body, baby, do that conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Come on, baby, do that, shake that conga. I know you can't control yourself any longer. Come on, shake your body, baby, do that conga. I know you can't control yourself any longer. I thought you were Kyle. <laughs> Kathy just wants to conga, folks, and we're going to conga with Kathy today. This is your Friday episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your pal Ryan. These Beverly Hills ladies, my God, weren't we just here last week? Now we're doing this all over again? This is just, I feel like I potentially am in purgatory of some sort. I pray for sweet release. Hopefully it is coming soon. I was really hoping that at the end of this episode, we'd be like, and next week on the season finale of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But no, we continue on and we continue on with strength. That was, of course, Gloria, Gloria Stefan, <laughs> Stefan, I listen, Kathy contains multitudes, right? You're not going to give me some big shock of like, ooh, Kathy was mean? Of course Kathy's probably mean. We all have both good and bad, but I'm sorry. If you're going to put Kathy got mad because she wanted to start a conga line and then she got mad because nobody wanted to join in, first off, you just became a badass in my book. That was like, you know, I think I would throw a fit if I started doing the running man or the Roger Rabbit and nobody wanted to join it. Kyle, come on, damn it. I'm doing the running man, Kyle. It's a great 90s dance, Kyle. And she's in, Kathy, where we left her last week, she was in her PJs. In her slippers. Like, my God, you know that person that you begged to come out and she finally does come out, but she comes out her way? Give her a couple seconds of a conga. I don't want to do no conga. I'm like a giant. Let's do the buff. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> Sorry, I almost said something really dirty right up top. <laughs> but I also <laughs> let's do the half set. Yeah. And you guys, oh my god, before as we start, if we could all join hands um telepathically, dear lord, it's me, your bud, Ryan. Um I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Lisa Renna, who suffered PTSD, and I was reading up on that. That's post-traumatic distress... Uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. And a lot of veterans have that, but also Lisa Rinna after she hangs out with Kathy Hilton because she's such a pussy! Oh my God, really? I have PTSD. This is somebody that has been screaming since the day we've met her, and we're supposed to, oh, it's too much. Me, it's too much for Rinna. My old heart can't take it all. Give me a break. Literally, seriously, this is this episode is the reason why Erica Jane doesn't get tons of work as an actual actor anymore, because it's just too much. You're literally like, we, OK, we get it. I have been screaming about the concept of a reliable narrator for so long. Lisa is not a reliable narrator. So everything that she says in this episode. OK, can we get anybody else there? Can I get a witness? Uh, uh, who's driving the Sprinter van? Can we get something? And no, there's no doubt in my mind that Kathy was mad. There's no doubt in my mind. I'd probably be pissed too. 
Also, why is Lisa the one going with Kathy? Why? Also, this is where it's like Kathy is selectively smart, I feel. Kathy, you know, if Lisa Rinna wanted to go home with me, I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. No, you can take an Uber or I'll take an Uber. You can take the Sprinter van. Be smart enough to not go with Lisa Rinna. And also, this is the other thing that I just want to say off top uh, is Rinna is not a wilting flower. She's not like, oh, oh, I'll just be quiet. You know, she'll let it, Kathy rant and rave, but usually Rinna jumps right in there. So we're to believe that Kathy's like, damn, Kyle, I'm going to destroy her and her family and Bravo and NBC and Andy Cohen can shove it up his ass. And then Rinna's just like, just quiet. No, she's like, yeah, Kathy, feel the evil, feel it. <laughs> Once again, I've said this, I don't know how many times this week, Rinna is so sneaky that you know, like, what? where's the record Where's the record button? You, you would have hit the record button. She says, it went in the Sprinter van. She's texting Erica, right? Then we go back home, and supposedly Kathy is, is like the incredible Kathy, the incredible Hulk. Ah, Kathy smash! Breaks some... There's not one point Lisa's like, I'll get on my phone. This girl, Rinna gets on her phone after every Watch What Happens Live and argues with Bravo Instagram accounts. You're not going to tell me? She's like, maybe I should turn on my phone. I'm sorry, man. That's where I don't buy it. You don't think if she's... I locked myself in my room. I was so... My knee. I was so scared, Erica. I thought I might never see you again. I might never get to live with your asshole ever again. <laughs> you don't think she'd record that from the other room? Like, hear this. You can hear her banging around out there. There's so many things that just don't make any sense. And listen... If Kathy did sue, if Kathy got a, a big name, big wig attorney like Diana Jenkins, well, great. Why can't Bravo just say, sorry, we legally can't show this? Is that illegal to say that they legally can't show footage? Listen, if we have to wait all the way to a Beverly Hills Secrets Revealed, it's going to be too late. Like Bravo. Step up for your lady if Rinna's right. Which, by the way, we got to get into the Rinna lies. Raider online. Lisa Rinna's coming back. She demands to be the highest paid housewife in history. Two million dollars per episode. <laughs> Literally, that's on a Radar Online magazine article that leaked that came out on Thursday. I wonder who did. I wonder who gave that information to Radar Online. Lisa Rinna, which by the way, I've always said Lisa Rinna is the one behind Lucy Lucy Apple Juice. But it it you know, she learned at the feet of Lisa Vanderpump, and I'm sorry. But Rinna stinks to high hell. This is a plot, a tactic, if you will. If anybody were to get $2 million, if anybody were to be the highest paid star of Beverly Hills, you don't think that's going to be Kyle Richards, who's been there since day one? You think Kyle Richards is going to let Lisa Rinna, who's never actually had a distinguishable storyline herself, have the highest paid? Lisa, you hop on other people's storylines. That's why you're the one that always leaves with people that are upset. Because you're like, eh, I can feed off this. <laughs> you think we're all like, Rita Rose, what's that about? I think I need to know how that ends. It's another shitty wine brand, and along with your shitty lip brand, along with your shitty... You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, the best thing that came out of you was your Depends, and I don't think you made that. It wasn't like Rinna Depends, Rinna Ends. You know, that was just, you were doing a commercial for Depends, but I hear from uh, other people that Depends is actually a reliable product. But once again, not a Lisa Rinna product, she just endorsed it. I want to make that clear. 
So this is sad. And I mean, this is what happens, though, when you get us hyped up for seven months since this happened. Seven months, seven long months. And you yell and you scream and you get us all primed. And then that was it. That was what we were all. That was it. Like, that's the big moment. That's it. Rinna, you've had horrific moments this season. We saw you scream at your own house. Poor Harry had to go on a walk just to be away from your drunk, loud ass that was screaming at full. Like, imagine that. She's in a canyon. It's like, like just yelling at the top of her lungs. If anybody were to have PTSD, it's anybody at the Rena Rose party. It's Kim Richards and it's Denise Richards. If we're counting that as PTSD, whatever Kathy did, I think we can firmly count Lisa Rinna. Like I've got PTSD from watching Rinna some episodes. Am I allowed to go? You know, sometimes, by the way, this is a good for anybody going to a party this weekend and you want to go home, get to the party, stay however long you want, and then go, go to the host and go, I'm sorry, I've got to leave. I'm experiencing PTSD. Kathy Hilton said some very mean stuff in a sprinter van, and then she continued at Kyle's house. And the host will be like, what? What? Who's uh, who's Kathy? It's, I just, it's much worse than you would ever think. And <laughs> listen, it's so sad because it's like, it's like this shitty magician and they've done all their tricks over all these years. And the it's like the boy who cried wolf. You know, it's like finally, like, Rita is telling the truth. Nobody even fucking believes her because she's lied and hopped on other people so long that you're like, oh, this is sad. Nobody even believes you except for Erica Jane and kind of Diana Jenkins. I think Diana, I don't know if Diana's aware she's on the show anymore, actually. Like, Diana goes, oh, Lisa Chicken, ha, ha, ha. I don't... I'm I'm truly befuddled by Diana's presence. If anything, I don't think they've cut Kathy's scenes. I I feel like they've cut Diana's scenes because they've cut her down to like a couple lines in this episode, and I think kind of the last. So I'm like, did her doing cease and desist to all those Bravo accounts? Did Bravo start editing Diana's part down, or did that get requested? Because it even seems thin for Diana, who's a thin character to begin with this season, which is fine. It's like her first season. I mean, the most exciting thing about Diana this episode was Asher grew a little mustache for the Roaring Twenties party. He was like, this week, I'm going to grow a mustache. That's my job this week. Asher grows a mustache. Like, you know, and he did it. He looked really cute, you know? Um, Okay, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the show. Let me give you some commercials right up top. If you like this show, and I hope you do, Give it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Don't think your review doesn't matter. Don't think, you know, I mean, if it's mean, then it, you know, you just, it's hurtful. But which kind of is cool, I guess. But but if it's good, that's even better. If it's a five-star review, we love that and we appreciate that. So please take a second out of your day, if you haven't, to just hit the five-star button. It really does help on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Now, my voice is a little shaky right now because I did a two-and-a-half-hour Kardashian premiere recap because season two premiered last night and it it was insane. I mean, I watched 
the Beverly Hills episode, then the Kardashian episode, and I said earlier, then I had to unwind by watching Dahmer on Netflix, which is the new TV series about Jeffrey Dahmer, and that actually turned out to be creepier than both of them put together. But I was like, how disturbed am I that I was like, I need something to relax. Let me put on this Jeffrey Dahmer show with Evan Peters, who does a great job. But at a certain point, I'm like, do you really want to win an Emmy playing Jeffrey Dahmer? Like, it's so dark. It's like... I don't think anybody would want to play Erica Jane. <laughs> so I did a two and a half hour Kardashian podcast. Here's a big announcement. And I thought long and hard about this. I said it on the other podcast. So if you're listening to this again, thank you. If not, here's it for the first time. We have a Patreon. So bad it's good forward slash Patreon. We're covering Selling the OC. We're up to the fourth episode with me and Kate Legaco. We did a shooting the shit episode with me and Meditza Lopez, like an hour and a half where we just goof around and have fun and talk friend stuff, but there's a lot of stuff up there now. It's been going on a couple of years and listen, I really believe in this. I believe in the show. I believe in wanting to make a living out of this show. So I am putting the Kardashian recaps over on the Patreon. Uh, you, the first one is free. I read about, um, drug dealers. And so I put the first one out there for free today and it's a long one and it really goes in depth. I love talking about this family even, and I don't love, I mean, like, listen, it's a love hate relationship, folks. I'm not kissing their ass by any means. I think I treat it really, really how I do Beverly Hills. So if you're down to that, you want to support five bucks a month, you can get episodes of the Kardashians, which I'll be doing every week exclusively on Patreon. Um, but we have a lot of things coming up. We have Salt Lake. We have Potomac coming up. There's a lot of exciting things, but join the Patreon. It really does help me out. This is not something I'm not, uh, a baller. I drive a Corolla and I need to find a new place to live in November. So if anybody does, uh, I had a couple people reach out about that. Keep reaching out. I'm looking for a one bedroom, one bathroom. If not, maybe I'll move back to Arizona for a bit and put my stuff in storage. But I, I think I'd, I want to stay out here or keep my stuff. I don't know. So if anybody has any ideas or clues or whatever, Erica, if you're listening, I'd love to share that pool house with you. Kyle, like I said last week, that dog house would fit me just fine. I don't need much. Um, just a place to talk all night long. <laughs> so, uh, okay, that's it. Instagram, so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. Twitter, the whole shebang. Am I forgetting anything? Oh, yeah, the other kid kids pod, what the kids are watching, watch that um, or listen to that. This is going to go good. And thank you, as always, to Juliana Carraza, who took the notes again today. She might have to take next week off, which that's scary, but she's, I think, getting a new place. So that's exciting. But we thank her for her service. I could not do this without her. It is, I I took the Kardashian notes today, you guys. And it's always tricky to take the first episode of a new season because you're re, you're like, re-remembering where you were last season, trying to, like, in all this flood of Kardashian images. And it's even more confusing, like, it's starting to be with Beverly Hills, where we've seen everything in a social media lens, as well as now a filmed lens. So you get confused about time frame. You're like, wait, I already saw this. I already saw this episode. You're like, no, you saw it on social media much earlier, and now it's finally coming to air. Does that make sense? Basically, I'm losing my mind. I need somebody to help me and save me. Now... By the way, you guys, I did life coaching yesterday for the first time, and it was pretty exciting. I got to finish this so I can email her back, but it was cool. So I'm doing life coaching. I'm doing uh, uh, weight training. I'm 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 busting my behind, folks. 
I am throwing everything against the wall. I am a man on a mission. Um, so let's get into it, shall we? We'll go over the news stories of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills um, uh, as we go. And remember with the Kardashians, if you can't afford the Patreon, which is just five bucks a month, I get it. I get it. I totally get it. Uh, but I do believe in this. I believe in what I do and the people that work with me. I believe in them as well. And, um, uh, I'm not a cocky person. I really try not to be. I don't really love that quality in a lot of other people, but I do believe in this product and I believe in us and what we've created. Um, so if you want to support, that's a great way to do it. Okay, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, September 21st, 2022nd. The title is We Need to Talk About Kathy, Season 12, Episode 19. Now, this is fucked up. This is fucked up. The title of the We Need to Talk About Kathy? Do you know, I think that's based on the book We Need to Talk About Kevin, which was then made into a movie with Ezra Miller, and it's about this kid that that goes on a, a, a school shooting rampage and it's like we need to talk about kevin if you read the book it's a horrifying book really really good but it's really disturbing and it's like we need to talk about kathy <laughs> kyle kyle do the kyle do the conga now damn it do it so i'm like that's really already so everybody's saying like, oh, Kathy, Kathy, Kathy has her claws in the edit. She's threatened to destroy NBC and Bravo. I don't think she's threatening that hard because you're going to have the episode entitled We Need to Talk About Kathy. Wouldn't Kathy already be like, damn it, I'm already mad. Damn it. You're already on my shit list, Yandy Cohen. That is not a good title. I don't want my name anywhere near that title. All of this shit over a friend of... Also, guys, I said this in the beginning. I say this all the time. Somebody tweeted at me and to me and Danny Pellegrino saying, you don't see that Kathy's a nasty person. You just think she's a bumbling, cute old idiot or something like that. And I was like, first off, I don't think you've listened to my shows because I, I, I like Kathy, but I also realize Kathy probably has her really bad side. I don't look or take cues from Kathy on how to treat people, Right. We've established that, nor would I with Rinna, nor would, I mean with any of these people. When they're on a reality show, it all already makes them suspect, right? These This is not aspirational. I think Kathy's fun. I like that she's kooky. The fact that you have the specificity of a conga line, the specificity in any of these shows is what draws me to these shows. It makes me laugh. It's just that simple. It makes me laugh. Now, Rinna, I guess at this point, or she's off her game, which means she might need to sit out a season just to catch her breath, is allowing herself to go past entertaining and be horrible. Be horrible on this show. I mean, it's just not even entertaining to watch. It, it, it's really, we're back in the day. Like, I'm telling you guys, as an actor, as somebody that's worked with a lot of actors, it's overacting to the point where it's, not enjoyable. She's a characterization of a characterization of a characterization. 
a facsimile of a facsimile of a facsimile. Sorry, I have Beverly Hills going on this whole time in the background just to keep me amped. I'm watching Erica Jane be painted for the, the party, the Roaring Twenties party, and she's drinking champagne in her pool house. So the summary of this episode, you guys, uh, is called, it said, Kathy skips the flight home from Aspen. Erica tells Dorit she's hurt. Crystal's Roaring Twenties birthday party. Now that's the sum. That's the summary. The cable that the cable company gets. Literally, whoever wrote the summary just gave up. They're like, "Fuck it." Kathy uh, not going home. Erica something, and Crystal. We have a birthday party. Okay, we'll see you next week. Previously on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Kyle's like, "I'm inviting you all to Aspen. I'm trying to do a Kyle, but it's raspy. So I think my natural rasp that I have from today might make it a better like. Ah, I'm inviting you all to Aspen. And Erica's on a snowmobile. Wow, so pretty. And then Dorit, we see wiping that on her skis. I am already over it. Did you see Dorit and Garcelle on Watch What Happens Live after this episode? Man, I really like Dorit, but she I think she flopped, man. I think it's a thing where Dorit is extremely loyal to the friends she's made over these years. So I guess I'm trying to understand it. But she really, you know, she allows Erica and Ren. I mean, I don't know. It's just that thing where, like, maybe we know each other too well in this show. And I do want Rinna to stay, but I don't want her blackmailing the show or, like, hijacking the show. Like, I I think the show needs to be the number one. Nobody's bigger than the show. I've always said that. This is not a new opinion. The show always has to be number one. And, you know, I think it just takes a lot of balls to even put that rumor out there about asking for the most money. Which, you know, it gives her a graceful exit, too. Because if this is true and she's asked for $2 million and Bravo won't pay it because Bravo, listen, these ladies get paid well, but not $2 million. Well, if Bravo doesn't pay it, Lisa can go, well, I had to walk away. I had to believe in my, it's like Ryan when he put the Kardashians on Patreon. You have to believe in your product and I'm the product. <laughs> Um, Sutton, unfortunately, is poor Sutton, man. She's in the high altitude. So we had a scene last week with her and Erica on a snowmobile break. And Sutton's like, I'll really like you, I'll say, I'll say. And Erica's like, ha I like you too. When is need to work it out? You don't need to work out nothing. You are fine, Sutton. Sutton, run. That's my best advice I can give you. Run. And by the way, sweet, sweet darling, uh, happy birthday this week. You, uh... You're one of my favorite 30-year-olds ever. Adam Levine would be lucky to cheat with you. That's all I'm saying. I wish you would give me the time of day. It is so, so hurtful. Uh, but I continue to be a fan. I'm not a Fairweather fan. I don't, you know, I'm, I, 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 one day we will make this happen. I, you know, we, 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 we will. We, I'm not going to try to take it personally. My life coach said, think positive thoughts. You can change the thought. My thought is Sutton must hate me and think I'm a creep. The And the positive thought is, no, I'm, I'm not a creep. I'm a very big positive Sutton. And she just must not be aware of what a great guy I am because I make silly memes. <laughs> Crystal, we see, are you reading about Erica this morning? Reality blurb, Erica Jane refuses to hand over $750,000 diamond earrings after trustee learns Tom Girardi bought them for her with client money. We've been talking about this for so long. Garcelle goes, I just read about it because we're talking about it on the show, The Real. Which, by the way, tonight we will be playing the real clips, you guys. What she actually said on the show. And Crystal goes, you are? And Garcelle goes, in another scene at Aspen, go, I would have given the earrings if it's going to help somebody in pain. 
And Crystal goes, I would give it up. And Erica goes, I don't give a fuck about anybody else but me. Garcelle in a talking head goes, hearing how Erica feels, I really don't want to give her a heads up about what I talked about on the reel. And we'll get into that more. Um, Kyle, then in another scene, says, don't say that, Erica, because you're my friend and I can't defend that. People think I should feel some way. Rena goes, Erica, don't. Dumb fucks. <laughs> and she's trying, Rena's trying to get her out of there. Which, by the way, once again, Rena taking the loud, obnoxious person out, like Kathy was supposedly at this club. But once again, we don't get a text message to the other ladies of like, you guys, I can't believe what Erica Jane said on the Sprinter van ride home. She was cursing you all of a storm. Because you know she was, because we actually heard it on camera and Rena taking her away. That gave me PTSD. Did it? I mean, that was very angry. Did Kathy go above that? I'm just saying, it's selective who she chooses to stand up for. Rena saw an opportunity, and she took it. And she's going to have to live with those consequences. And by the way, part of me secretly hopes Kathy is dead on about everything. Kathy, we give you permission to take Lisa Rinna down. Like, do it. And you know what? Hopefully you are as good as everybody says. And you can do it quietly and quickly. And Rena Rose will never come to market. I don't even know what to say. Like, just get her off the show. She'll go away. You know, like, Rena will just die out. You know, like what what happens to cockroaches when they get too old? What I mean, do they just what do they just keep walking? What I don't know. It's it'll take care of itself. So then we have that scene from last week of like Kathy goes, Kyle, they have my tequila here, and Rena's like, huh? Did you? And Rena goes, Can I try a little shot of eat one day tequila? It's my friend, Kendall Jenner tequila. Kathy in a sarcastic voice, I just want to try a Kendall Jenner tequila, and Kyle doesn't do any fucking thing about it. I love Kathy's little Lisa Rinna voice. I thought it was very powerful. Kyle in a talking head goes, Once Kathy's mad, it's hard to turn that around. Kathy leaving, I am so pissed off. Then a new scene with Kyle going, Do we walk into the Caribou Club for like five minutes to see it? Kyle... Kyle has that thing where, like, she's still young at heart. She still wants to be out at the party. And that's why, Kathy, if we're really looking to get at all of these people, we need to use Paris. We need to use Paris, and we need to use her more. We need Par- we need to get to the cool kids. We need to start an evil rumor about Kyle at Burning Man and Coachella and those music festivals. Say she's smelly or something, you know, say she looks stupid in cowboy hats, something that will really hurt Kyle. Like... I heard the nastiest rumor about me that I don't look like Casey Musgraves. <laughs> Erica and the talking head goes, Kyle wants to go to one more bar. What could possibly happen? Kathy on the way to the club in the Sprinter van with Rena and Kyle. If I don't get in, I'm not offended. And Rena goes, she's Kathy Hilton. She can get in with her fucking bathing suit on. <laughs> and Kathy goes, if I don't, I don't. And then they go out and Cherie and Chris are like, have fun. And they go back. No taglines this week. Too much. It's 1039 a.m. the next morning. And remember, we ended last week with the text messages. You know, the sun is shining. The birds are singing. Life moves on, folks. We're at Kyle's house. Rinna pulling her suitcase. 
I'm on a mission from God. Let's get this out of here. She's breathing hard. She's already acting. I'm acting every storm. It's my first scene of the show. Oh, oh. Went on a talking head. My head is definitely in a fog after what happened last night. It's way worse than a hangover. <laughs> Which, by the way, imagine, just imagine how bad that Rena Rose hangover is going to be. Like, no joke. You know it's not good. You know, like, you know it's not like natural like that's it's probably like i'm not saying sewer water would be better for you but i'm not not saying that but also i'm not um what is that uh you know what are those the uh chemists no like <laughs> i'm not a botanist i don't know um so isn't it funny that i don't even drink to win these i'm like completely sober um so Kyle comes like, hi, Storm, to the dog. Are you ready to go back to L.A.? Rinna, you almost ready? Rinna is huffing one of these oxygen canisters because, you know, high altitude. And she's like, oh, my God. Okay, okay. Rinna and I talk to goes, we were at the club and Kathy was having an absolute meltdown. I've never seen anything like this in my life. I can give you three moments Right now, just at the top of my head, where I've seen you do moments uh, that I will never forget for the rest of my life. Like, literally, this, you guys, uh, this is my, this is my lock screen on my phone is one of these moments. Do you see this? Were you doing coking in the bathroom? Like, I have to keep your enemies close. That's why she's my lock screen at all times. But I've seen her do some wild shit. So this is where I'm going, like, Rena, you're, you're. You're gilding the lily. You're you're going you're going too hard, girl. You've never seen anything like this in my life. My God, have you seen Avatar? Are you saying this is like crazier than Avatar? What are you what are you, what are you, what 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 are you saying, man? And Randy goes, my face is so puffy here. Aspen really does a number on your filler. My face is almost as big as my lips. <laughs> Kyle goes, I'm puffed up from crying. My eyes look disgusting. When were you crying? Well, I cried at Kimosabi, and then we go previously at Kimosabi, and the bartender's like, is she okay? And Kyle's like, I don't think so. She left. I mean, for her to leave, she couldn't shake it. I said, Kathy, these things happen. The bartender pushes a box of tissue over to Kyle. Usually they push like Jack Daniels. You're like, howdy, partner, and box of tissues. Kyle goes, and then I cried when I was talking to Erica. I can't. Rinna and Atakanet goes, I'm not saying a whole lot, because I'm still in shock. From what I experienced, it's not something that I would have ever imagined coming from anyone in this group, let alone Kathy Hilton. <laughs> She's such a fucking Cartman, dude. Like, I could never imagine. Lisa, you were literally just on a show last season with somebody that husband literally had stolen money from air plane victims, which is not funny, but it's like, I could never imagine it. Like, are you kidding me? Your husband does solo camping trips. Like, you can't imagine anything as bad as you saw last night. What a pea-brained imagination. I get, like, listen, uh, fucking, um, uh, I fart up a cloud. That's a crazy image right there. Let's say, uh, a, a dragon farts up a cloud. <laughs> dragon a dragon fire breathes and uh burns my house down that's a crazy image right there um okay my my car flies and then it crashes midair and i jump out and i learn i have the power of flight that's a crazy image right there do you see that was just that's not even in my notes that was just spur of the moment so 
<laughs> Kyle goes, Kathy's not flying back with us. And Ren goes, did she say she wasn't? And Kyle goes, well, I went down and it's still dark. I just love the fact that she's in a crypt. She's like, Kathy, are you up? And it's just darkness. <laughs> leave, Kyle, leave. And Kyle goes, well, I, you know, I went down, it's still dark. And Ren goes, I don't know. By the way, I really would love Kathy to be this evil and just pop out of nowhere in all camouflage and just shadow box with Rinna. Come on, girl. Let's see what you got. Put down your brass knuckles. I want bare fisted with you, girl. Me and you in the octagon. Let's go. Like, that's what I want Kathy to turn into. Like Kathy Rambo. Kathbo. Um, Kyle and I goes, my sister doesn't want to come out of her room. And it feels so weird. I think I'm leaving my sister behind in Aspen because she won't get on the plane. And I'm just thinking to myself, if she's this upset somehow, this is going to be my fault. Kyle goes, Storm, where's your luggage? I'm like, wait, Kyle, that's a dog. Wait, did you get one of those talking dogs, Kyle? My God, the agency's doing good. We hear music while watching the ladies all wrap it up and get themselves and their luggage through the air pro- air- airport. Um... I don't drive. I got chauffeur. I'm doing too much. I'm doing too much. Dorit, Crystal, Cherie, Kyle, Rena, Storm, Diana, Garcelle, and Sutton all find their way to the PJ. And guess who's already on the plane? Mr. I don't work a day in my life, Mauricio. He's like, I can't believe I went skiing and I'm waiting for you guys. I literally can't believe I don't ever see you work. Like, listen, you were one of my favorites. You're really chill. I would love to smoke a J with you, and I don't even smoke, but I would do it just for you or Snoop Dogg or Willie Nelson, the big ones, but I I consider you up there, Mo. But listen, it seems like you are just uh, skiing all the time, chilling, running errands for the family. Like, I listen, between you and the Oppenheim group, I'm telling you, real estate looks like the easiest job. You just have to be good looking. Like, that's what it seems like the whole key is, is like just a good attitude. And Kyle goes, well, honey, you know, we're a lot of people to get together. The airline host is like, can I get you anything to drink? And Rina, Rina, by the way, you guys, is literally in, like, it's like, Rina, you're off the slope. She's in these glasses, you guys, that look insane. It's like, are you going down? Are you slaloming in a PJ? Like, they are ridiculous. I mean, it's just, it's laughable. It's not even Elvis. These are ski goggles, and I think she thinks they're actual glasses, or I think one of her daughters may may have pranked her. I don't know, but they look insane. Like, like, do those do, like, do those do tricks? Is that like, is that like the X-Men, that guy that can shoot lasers from his, uh, is it Cyclops? I, it, it's, you guys saw him. It's insane. And Rena, the let's do some Bloody Marys, <laughs> Bloody Cathy's. <laughs> and Kyle goes, you know what? I never drink them, but why not? You guys, I hate, can I share with you something personal? I don't like Bloody Marys. I like the concept of them because I like as we get uh, more into society, they get bigger and bigger. Like we're throwing tacos on them, pork chops. We're just throwing tons of stuff on these Bloody Marys. And that appeals to me, sure. If you could put like a record album or a DVD on a Bloody Mary, in. But the Bloody Marys themselves, it's too viscous. You know, like I don't, I'm like, you know what? I love tomatoes, but I don't love Bloody Like put my vodka with some vodka soda or put my vodka, you know, like it's just never my thing. And I feel like I've, I, I, want, I want it to be my thing because so many people I respect love Bloody Marys, but not this guy. I don't, my life coach would say, 
that it's okay that I don't like Bloody Mary. <laughs> so Kyle goes, you know, okay, I want to drink one. And Rena goes, I think it's a good idea. Every time Rena says something, I literally am like, watch that drink. Rena's going to put something in it. Watch it. Watch it. Rena must be really hung over to be so insistent, you know, which also, let me just throw a theory out here. Like, Rinna, they were all drinking all day. She was drinking her friend J what tequila. Is Rinna a reliable narrator first off? But is she a reliable narrator when you throw alcohol into the mix as well? Guys, remember I told you that story a couple weeks ago? I had not drank all week. And then Saturday night, I went out and I went to El Coyote and I blacked out on spicy margaritas and I wound up on a lawn. I'm telling you, I was not a reliable narrator that night. If I, so I was like, I tell, I tell you what, I woke up on the lawn and I swear to God, Kathy Hilton said some of the worst things ever. And you'd be like, Kathy wasn't even with you. You don't know Kathy. Yeah, but I have a pretty good memory of Kathy just kicking me in the ribs. Why am I doing Lisa Rinna's voice has me? <laughs> oh my God. Now I seem unprofessional. Now this is just too much, Ryan. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Rinna was kind of shit faced. Like, that's the other thing. Like, maybe Rinna had to go home. He's like, I gotta take a shit. <laughs> I'm wasted. Cause <laughs> so Rinna goes, after what we've been through, have a bloody Mary. But like this is once again, I was noticing this about Chris Jenner. It's like this, these, I noticed this about my mom too. She's like, throws these things out, like these hints after what we've been through. Cause she wants to say it so bad. She wants everybody on the plane. Let's talk about what we saw. Let's talk about Kathy Hilton. She's really looking for that moment. Cause she's like, Rena, this is your time to shine, baby. Let's, you know, maybe the whole season wasn't a great season for you. But now as we in, I feel like we're we're nearing the end. Time to step it up, baby. It was like, this was the plan. Let's talk about Kathy. Or she was going to like hijack the plane. You know, like, get out of there, pilot. Lisa Rinna flies this plane now only. And then they do like a Yellow Jackets takeoff. Erica, uh... <laughs> So the plane takes off, drinks are served. We're seeing these sandwiches. Those is like, this is real chicken and that's ham. And Rena's like, these are good. I don't think Rena's had a lot of food in her life. So who knows? Erica's like, Erica's looking at Sutton, which I'm just like, dude, leave well enough alone, Erica, please. Sutton doesn't need somebody to play with her mind. Let me do that. And Erica's like, I want to, she's softer. I want to tell you something. I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight with you because... I can't give you the answers to questions you may ask. <laughs> like, did you steal from those people? Sounds like, well, I'm not. I'm not. I say, I was like, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't want to talk about legal stuff. I don't want to do that either. I want to connect on a human basis. Wait, don't you have to be a human to connect on a human basis? This makes no sense. And someone's like, me too, me too. And Erica's like, when I scream out, it's like pure anger. And Garcelle goes, yeah. And I'm sorry for everybody that's on the receiving end, including Kyle. Garcelle goes, yeah. But you know what? I was fucking mad because I don't feel hurt. Garcelle goes, are you crying to Sutton? And I was like, in my mind, I was like, are you crying to Sutton? And so I was like, well, I get moved by what people say. And Eric's like, we're having a moment. We're having a moment. Come on, man. Come on. Sutton, 
don't do, don't get fooled like this, girl. Sutton in a talking head goes, oh, is this plane going down? Are we going to die? I mean, I feel a wind passing through. Why are you saying I'm sorry? I say, I say, I mean, I'm hoping Erica is being real with me. She's not. When we did our snowmobiling, we had a very good conversation two days ago. Sutton's like, I really like you. And Erica laughing, <laughs> I like you too. We just need to work it out. Do you have your wallet on you? <laughs> Sutton in the talking head goes, well, can I trust it? Well, I'm going to try, but I really did look out that window looking for smoke, I say, I say. And then Marisa was like, so why is Kathy not here? And he's like, has anyone checked or asked? I love that we just took off and Mo didn't even know that Kathy wasn't there. Like, li- literally, what what if Kathy is missing? Like, what if, like, what if Kathy, what if Kathy got kidnapped? Kathy napped. Like, what if, Kyle's like, well, we tried to go in her room and it was pitch dark and she was sleeping and I'm famously scared of my sister. And then she sent a text saying, I'm not flying back on the plane. And Marisha goes, well, I didn't see her when I went to interchange. I'm like, wait, why were you not at home in the morning? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You went home to change? Where were you? I was at uh, a friend's house in Aspen. <laughs> I uh, had to go home to change. Like, I mean, like, wait a sec. I don't get what you mean. Well, I didn't see her when I went in to change. I, I don't even know what that means, but it just sounds... I would love to explore that more. Kyle goes, she was still sleeping. And Mauricio goes, obviously. Eric and I talking at... Kathy's not on the plane with us today because she had a breakdown at the nightclub. We were all at... Uh, that we saw... A breakdown is different than somebody like screaming, which is a breakthrough. No, uh, a breakdown, that's somebody like, you know, um, just because I just watched it, like Chloe having a breakdown because Tristan has cheated time and time again, having a mental breakdown. This would be a temper tantrum, right? This would be something different. But Erica is saying a breakdown, which is a very specific word. And I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to rule the fact, rule out the fact that Erica might just be dumb, but... Still, it's a very interesting word to choose. Why does she choose that word? Kyle goes, everybody knows. Everybody goes, they do? <laughs> and Kyle goes, yeah, I talked about it with Sutton on the car ride home. Sutton and I talking to head goes, well, Kathy was just a little off. I'll say, I'll say. She kept, and I loved how this talking head was so crazy. She kept asking everybody, like she's trying to remember it, everybody to do a conga line. And I, I'll say, I'll say I, I, I don't think anybody wanted to do that. And the next thing I know, she's in my face. I'll say, saying that she wanted to go home. And if you don't go home with me, you're not my friend. I'll say, I'll say. Now, I believe Sutton. Sutton, to me, can be a reliable narrator. I believe that. I believe that Kathy was like, go home with me or you're not my friend. I can see that. Like, I love that we all act like most girls are like never have outbursts. Most guys are totally stable. We've proven this week guys cheat all the time and girls have breakdowns you know girls can get mad girls get mad at other girls like i love that we're acting like can we know cat like every one of these girls maybe not crystal has like literally had a pissing and shitting screaming fit at some point in their lives it seems like right i mean am i i, I feel like i feel like i'm getting gaslit at some point oh you guys i am running on fumes man those kardashians Whew. i talked about oh, I'm, I'm running off okay let's do this Okay, Crystal, we're on the jet. Sorry, I just took a quick break. Crystal and a talking head goes, I saw some commotion, but I didn't really see anything. And I've known Kathy for a long time, more than some of the other girls in the group. Like, how bad could the behavior have been? Diana and a talking head goes, 
I run to the bathroom and I come back. I just saw her completely raging, screaming at the girls and mostly at Kyle. Kyle and I talking to her goes, Kathy was saying that she was pissed off and then I had to leave the club right now. I was very confused because I didn't even know what happened. So I said, no, I'm not doing that. We just got here, Kathy. Dorit goes, eventually, Rita said, Kathy, come on. I'll take you home. Beep, boop, 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 boop. And then they both left. Rina and I talking to her goes, we get into the Sprinter van and Kathy's are screaming and every, everything. She's saying like, I'm going to take down NBC and Bravo. I'll take down this show single-handedly. I'll fuck ruin you all what in the fucking holy hell Rena's like oh Rena is like I can't even repeat what she said last night cause I don't remember cause I was wasted Rena and her talking head also goes we get back to Kyle's house and it's just the two of us and it gets worse she takes her glasses off she throws them on the ground and she's jumping up and down breaking her glasses she's She's screaming. She says, I made Kyle. Kathy's responsible for Kyle. And she said, I'll destroy Kyle and her family if it's the last thing I ever do. First off, could we, I mean, Rena, listen, I mean, as much as I'd love to believe Kathy speaks in Lifetime movie lingo, that sounds a lot like you. Also, if she breaks her glasses, first off, get a piece of them. Like, let's get some proof. Can, can I would have been like, I'll get a piece for my reality show museum. You know, like, let's get a piece of the glasses. We can put it in a shadow box. It'll be great. You know, like, let's see some proof, girl. You release text messages and DMs. Listen, you might have it. Release them. You're releasing all this other shit. Release what you have. Release the good stuff. I If this happened, I know you're holding on to it. So give it to us. Rena goes, there's like how many girls now? Nine? And Diana goes, nine girls and no conflict? That was not like in the room 203 book. He allegedly... Kyle goes, you would not believe in my house with my daughters. There's actually none. My sisters, when Kim and I were fighting, we'd be digging, drawing blood. And Rena goes, were you biting? And Kyle goes, I used to bite and she would claw until I was bleeding. Listen, I'm telling you, the Kim, Kyle, Kathy relationship is a very intense sister relationship. Think about the history of that family. And Rena, don't get between it. Like, honestly, this is just wild to me. Kathy is begged to be on the show by Andy, by Kyle. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And then Kyle gets her on the show. They don't do her tequila. They laugh at her. Rena laughs at her to her face. Of course, she's going to be pissed. And I'm sure Kathy can get fucking nasty, dude. I'm sure, you know, like, I'm sure I could get, she'd call me a fat piece of shit or something like crazy, you know? I get it. But Rinna, you're doing too much, girl. You're doing too much. So Kyle and I talking to her goes, Rinna was texting Erica a play-by-play of what was happening. And I was glancing at Erica's phone and I was just like, I don't want to go home. I love how all these people are like glancing at phones and reading full text messages. I always feel like that's such a lie. It's like, no, Erica showed you the phone and you're like, oh, I accidentally saw it. Like, I don't accidentally see phones, nor do I accidentally look at phones. I know a couple of people that do are always like trying to look at phones and get information, but like, I just don't care. Rena goes, you and I, Kyle, should talk at some point just so I can try to figure out how to rid myself of what happened last night. And Kyle goes, if you have any tips, let me know. Rennie goes, well, I'm not sure I do. Girl, 
What's your damage? What what's going on, man? Is it is this the grief again? Was that I mean what happened last year, the year before? Like, oh, this has just shook you to your core. Oh, just I can't forget. I I carry I uh, Lisa woke up in bed. Uh, I sleep in a different room, but I heard her wake up in bed screaming. I ran to her. She was just sweating out the bed sheets, and she was just saying, Kathy, Kathy is going to get me. <laughs> ran out of the and I goes, Kyle is way more famous and way more successful than Kathy Hilton's ever been. Kathy is clearly still holding on to anger over the agency. And we get a flashback to 2011. Remember that episode, Mauricio de Cogwin, I have been approached to create our own company, and it's so difficult for me to deal with that because of family. Remember, Kathy Hilton's husband, Rick, has a real estate company as well. So there really was, I mean, and is probably leftover feelings from that. I mean, completely. Why wouldn't there be? I mean, shit like this does happen, and Mauricio left for greener pastures, but it really does leave behind people that you really upset, and especially when it's family. Of course there's issues here still. Of course. We've watched this go down. Also, I do want to add, like, I think Kyle is awesome in certain ways. I think she is super famous, super beautiful, all of that stuff. I don't know if I would... I think Rena is just trying to poke the bear here. I don't think she's more successful than Kathy Hilton's ever been. Cause then when you factor in Paris and Nikki and you factor in uh pop culture as a whole, I think it's pretty even. And, and if I were, you know, like remember housewives is a very specific slice. I would imagine worldwide. Kathy Hilton might be a hair more known because of Paris than Kyle. And that's no offense to Kyle. Kyle is the younger sister, but I also don't think, I just don't think it's like, it's just Rena just poking the bear. And then Rena goes, and then American woman. And we get a flashback to 2015, Kyle to Lisa Vanderpump going, I did a deal with Warner Brothers for a scripted TV show about my life and growing up. Then we get a flashback to 2021, Kathy going, it really put mom in such a bad, bad light. Now, I just wouldn't do that without talking to you. Listen. Yeah. I mean, but Kathy did admit she didn't really even watch this show. But yeah, like Kathy is a private person. Like Kathy is also like family, man. Not family, man. Family, comma, man. So these are two things that I think would upset anybody. If all of a sudden I found out my sister came to Hollywood and sold a show about my parents, first off, I'd be like, what? You... I thought you were a nurse and what uh, you now are successful in Hollywood. When did you even get here? That would be my first reaction. My second reaction would be like, no, come on. My family's pretty boring. But then third reaction would be like, why didn't you ask me to write with you? But then my fourth reaction would be like, no, you know what? Let's leave mom and dad alone. They've done the podcast a bunch, but you know what I'm saying? I would probably be feel a little icky about it, you know, before seeing it. And Kathy's like that. And, Kyle knows that, but Kyle also has to live her life. So I understand both sides. It's the Rinna inserting herself that I think is the actual issue here. And she goes, I think it's been very hard for Kathy to have it all. And then you have her sister have more. Does she? Does Kyle have a big baked potato with a huge tub of caviar on it for lunch? No. I mean, listen, there's all, Rena, all, all you have to know is that you don't have any, <laughs> you know, like the, the Hiltons and the Richards, good. The Rennas, the, the Hamlins, the Rennas, Kyle goes, uh, how's Kathy getting to the airport? I'm getting worried. And Rena goes, don't get worried. It's not your problem. 
Rena, why don't you just literally shit on Kathy Hilton? Like, literally, take your britches down, take your depends off, and just poop on her. That's, you know, and then Erica can be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. It's another day in L.A., and we see Rena and Sutton meet up at Rolling Greens Garden Center, and that is right on Beverly, which is right by where I live right now. Rena goes, so what do we do? What do we get for Crystal for her birthday party? You're paying, Sutton. <laughs> and Sutton's like, well, should we walk around and see? This is, you know, like, this is kind of show shit where I'm like, Sutton, don't hang out with these people. They don't have your best interests at heart. Three days earlier, Crystal's on the plane right home from Aspen, and she's like, in a few days. Hi, by the way, my name's Crystal. And she's like, I'm turning 39, and I'd love for you guys to come to my house for a great Gatsby Roaring Twenties party. Oh, another Roaring Twenties party. I feel like Bravo should step in at some point and go, okay, we've done the Roaring Twenties party. We've done the murder mystery parties. We, uh, you know, they all say, yeah, and of course, Rena clap. Oh, yay! Again! Rena goes, something like this might be really lovely in terms of the plants. And Sun's like, well, I love an orchid and what it symbolizes. Oh, my God. I should get Sutton an orchid. Sutton's... Sutton, my name is Ryan Bailey, and I got you these orchids. They symbolize thoughtfulness, refinement, fertility, beauty, charm, and love. All qualities I believe you possess. They're also believed to bring good luck and prosperity. Let's hope Lisa Renna trips. <laughs> no, everybody goes, hello, hello, to an employee. She's like, we would like to get this, and then why don't we get it delivered, and then we all have to take it. And so it's like, and we can do a gift card with it. And goes, yep, you get the gift card. <laughs> and so it's like, perfect, let's do that. Oh, it's so pretty. And Renna goes, isn't that pretty? Oh, I love it. Um... Oh my God! Right, uh, Julianne. I tried to call Rolling Greens to get a price on what the orchid arrangement they chose uh, would run, but I could not get through to a live person for any help with that. Just curious. Oh, thank you, Juliana. By the way, I thought that sentence was going to end with "you owe five hundred dollars." I've sent them to Sutton Strack's house. <laughs> By the way, you know, I, I uh, Medica made that meme uh, the other day of "Happy Birthday, Sutton." And we used the John Cusack body from Say Anything, which is an iconic movie for me. But it was like when I was a kid, I think it was like 1989 or something. And he holds the boom box. There used to be a thing called boom boxes, you guys. And you put cassettes in them and he would play music. And he played the Peter Gabriel song, In Your Eyes, The Light, The Heat, Your Eyes. Because it was the first song that they did the hippity dippity to. Like she lost her virginity in the back of his car to that song. But I was thinking, like, do you ever think about that now? Like, they couldn't make that movie now. That movie will never get remade. Because what do you do? Like, John Cusack holds up a cell phone? <laughs> like, and then he keeps getting alerts on it? Like, it just keeps interrupting the song? Like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. You know you know what I'm saying? How would you make that movie now? Anywho, we're over at Crystal's house. And Rob, and this is funny about Rob. Did you hear, this is, might be a rumor, he directed The Lion King. That was a fun fact. He goes, hello, honey. And Chris goes, hi, do you have a moment? And he's like, sure, how's it going? Good, like so busy. It's my birthday week. And he goes, it's very exciting. Party tomorrow, it's kind of crazy. And Rob goes, is it tomorrow? And Crystal goes, yeah. I don't know what's funny here. Rob goes, oh my God, seriously? Is tomorrow going to be fun? And Crystal goes, I have really have no idea, honey. And Rob goes, okay, weird scene. Crystal in a talking head goes, the Roaring Twenties was a beautiful era, but I kind of want to dress up with everybody and have a good time. Crystal says, I'm a little scared because I want to have fun, hon, but Aspen. <laughs> I mean, every night there was so much fighting. Crystal in a talking head, crossing her fingers on both hands with her eyes closed, chants, you're not going to ruin my birthday. You're not going to ruin my birthday. Crystal goes, so maybe we should have an area like Zoe, her daughter's slime shed, that we can lock them in and they can, Rob goes, 
have it out. And Krista goes, yeah, they can throw slime at each other. Yeah, perfect, Rob says. Which, by the way, I know this is a joke scene, but why not lock them in a room? Like, you, you know... I'll throw slime all over you, kind of like the slime I get thrown all over me after a guy finishes. I'm having sex. <laughs> We're sliding over to Kyle's house. Kyle's struggling with her suitcase. Uh, 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 I feel like I just unpacked from Aspen, and I'm packing up to go again. Portia, age 13. You guys, she's wearing lipstick. And Portia's being her, she's like, that's quite a big suitcase, is it not? I'm like, Portia, mind your business. And Kyle's like, well, I'm going to be gone a while. Help me think what I'm going to need. Why don't you find some good crystals for me? Go get mommy's crystals. <laughs> Go get mommy's travel crystals. Um, Kyle. <laughs> Sorry. Kyle goes, I'm going to need good energy, especially after my freaking last night in Aspen. And Portia goes, what? <laughs> Like, Portia's 13. She goes, Kyle goes, it's complicated. Kyle in a talking head goes, I'm going back to Georgia to continue filming Halloween Ends. Which means she's probably going to get a facelift. I think anything to do with Michael Myers or Halloween means Kyle's going to get face work done. She goes, so I'll be missing Crystal's birthday. The last thing I want to do is have to talk about Aspen. I secretly, though, believe that every she's, like, so scared of Kathy that she's like, uh-oh, this movie that's already finished, call me back. They want to reshoot the entire movie. I have to go out of the country for a while. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know. I think if Kyle goes, this is a good coat to take, don't you think? And then the puppy Smokey bites the sweater and starts to play tug of war with it. And Kyle's like, no, Smokey, no. And Kyle in a talking head goes, thank God I'm rich. No, she goes, thank God I'll be chased by Michael Myers instead of Kathy. <laughs> she's truly scared of Kathy. Kyle tosses a tennis ball to her German Shepherd River, and she's like, are you going to miss me? Are you going to miss me? Remember, if Kathy gets here, you attack. I wish I could take one of them with me, like I took the one to Aspen. I don't understand how these dogs get chosen for these trips. Do they do, like, a game? Like, the dogs, like, whoever wins the tug-of-war with the dogs get to go with me on the Aspen trip. Portia's like, do it. And Kyle's like, I would take Smokey, but she's too much work. Honestly, I can't. Smokey is shown very happily chewing the shit out of someone's Ugg slipper. Or that could have just been a foot. And Kyle and I are talking head goes, I have not spoken to Kathy or seen her since Aspen. But I think she ended up leaving my house and I'm going to a hotel and I'm finally making it back to L.A. Kyle goes, are you bringing me one pajama at a time? And Portia goes, you only need three. And Kyle goes, no wonder you take so long when we get ready. Smokey, we're going to have to work with you with a trainer. And Kyle and I talking head goes, I really honestly believe that we would never go to a bad place ever again, me and Kathy. Five months earlier at the Beverly Hills reunion, Annie going, how did you two come back together? And Kyle's like, our kids. Because our kids are unbelievably close. There was way too much time wasted. And Kathy holding back tears. And everybody's like, oh, oh, oh. And Kyle and I talking to her goes, and I don't know how I can fix this. Portia goes, who's going to drive you to my cheer games? And Kyle goes, dad, he barely works. <laughs> you know, hey, dad. Uh, so you need to put it in the family chat. And Kyle ports, points to Portia's phone. The remaining dates of the games. Smokey at this moment drags a yellow sweater out of Kyle's suitcase across the room and Kyle yells, Nah, no, you little poop head. By the way, this sweater probably costs more than I made this past month. And Kyle chases Smokey in the sweater outside in the balcony. Smokey loves this game. Oh my God, it's ruined, Kyle says. The next day we join to read as she visits Comparte's Chocolatier, which, by the way, is the nation's most trendsetting, the most beautiful chocolate store where Golden Gatsby meets Emerald City meets California Cool. 
Thank you, Juliana, for those detailed notes. And by the way, this was the guy that was the bartender on Watch What Happens Live last night as well. And Dorit goes, I know where exactly where this is. It's on uh, La Brea between Beverly and 3rd. I've always driven past. I didn't realize it was this until I was watching today. And Dorit goes, hello, this looks so yummy. Let me tell you, beep boop 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 I'm glad I'm here with my girlfriend and not my daughter because she's a star. And she's a five-year-old and we would be growing crazy right now, beep boop 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 I cannot even tell you it would be her dream come true. And Eric arrives like, it smells like having fun in here. <laughs> hey, I'm Erica. And Jonathan Graham, the store owner, is like, Hi, it's nice to meet you. Thank you for coming. Oh, my God. Thank you for having us. This makes me happy. I know. I'm ear-to-ear smiles. And Jonathan goes, See, that's the thing with chocolate. No matter what you're going through, whatever it is, chocolate makes you happy at the same time. It also makes me put on a lot of weight. Erica goes, Unfortunately, I know that. Um... Juliana also did research here for me. Compartes has created the first revolutionary frozen hot chocolate with just two ingredients, chocolate and milk, churned in a special state-of-the-art process that freezes them together to create the first of its kind, the world's first frozen hot chocolate. Wow, that sounds good, man. Chocolate and milk? What do you, I mean, what do you just put it in a freezer? Is, I mean, has the technology even been invented for this? Wow. Dorico's in a talking head. Aspen was a rough ride for Erica. Not as rough as the ride of the Lion Air crash, but pretty rough. I want to lift her spirits and have some fun. Beep boop 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 boop. What better way than to make some chocolate? Plus, we need to get a gift for Crystal's birthday party. And Eric's like, all right, let's get going. And John's like, all right, let's get some champagne first. Eric and I talking to Ed goes, I mean, chocolate definitely helps when you're feeling down. It's like free chocolate therapy. Real therapy is expensive. I mean, I just got the bill the other day. I was like, wow. Which, by the way, Ronald Richards, you know, we we now have figured out, we'll maybe get into that later, or maybe on the Monday Pop Culture Roundup, that we know the gentleman who is paying for Erica's legal bills. And it's potentially somebody that Tom has funneled money through. So it's just, they all remain crooks, you guys. I'm sorry. They just do. Um... But I do like to think about Erica uh, not paying her therapy bills. <laughs> the girls put on cute chocolatier hats to cover their hair. Uh, Juliana wrote cute. I, I've got to say they look insane. They look literally like tricorn revolutionary chocolate. I don't know. Erica's like, wait, Erica can't get it over her head. Hold on. Stop talking about yourself in the third person. My God, I hate that. And Rico's, okay, so there you go. And she helps Erica stretch it over her ponytail braid. And Jonathan goes, see, you two are just naturally, you're just naturally good at this. Uh, and I, I, and then she goes, um, <laughs> sorry, I've just lost. <laughs> sorry. She's, you two are good at this. You two are naturally Lucy and Ethel, which is from I Love Lucy. Anytime two girls like get a heart rate over 112, somebody compares them to Lucy and you guys are kooky. And I'm like, maybe Dorit, Erica is so far from kooky that it hurts. Dorit goes, we're naturally Lucy and Ethel. Oh my God. (laughs) Which by the way, did you watch that Don't Worry Darling commercial with Sutton, Crystal and Dorit? Dorit is giving it gold. She's like watching the movies. Oh. And then it's like, well, I like the movie because, you know, it reminded me of a real movie. And Dorit goes, 
I love it. You can tell Harry Styles is an actor. But, you know, Dorit lit. I mean, this should be up for an Academy Award. You guys, if you don't know, you should really look at I love when they do sponsored ads in the, it's just they're so good and i was so happy they chose sutton and i was so happy that they didn't choose erica or rinna rinna did that elvis commercial a while back that really scared me she's like everybody knows elvis was so cool and that's when i realized erica dresses kind of like elvis um jonathan's like hey we're gonna make pink chocolate covered oreos which are super popular and they start making it and like oh it's so fun it's so fun and jonathan's like and therapeutic really and i'm like calm down jonathan dorit and erica continue to spoon the chocolate mixtures into molds and dip fruits into chocolate we see erica putting uh just things in her purse just random items uh just lifting (laughs) and erica's like let's do some other stuff what else can you show us hey can you put chocolate on your dick and Jonathan's like, okay, so the heart, you literally pour the chocolate in here. And Erica's like, chocolate's a luxury, and chocolate is like a reward. And Dorit goes, it is, and it's luxury. And Erica goes, it's a luxury. And lux- it's like, it's like hitting chic to me. Like, it's chic. Jonathan is still demonstrating making the heart adding fruit. Here's 24 karat gold, so I'm going to sprinkle a little of that on there. And Erica's like... See, it's a luxury. Hey, John, where you keep that gold, by the way? But that's what we were just saying. It's a real luxury. This is luxury chocolate. Gee, stop saying luxury. Like, I feel like you're, like, you're calling, like, this is, like, nuclear codes or something. Erica's like, okay, it's our girlfriend's 39th birthday. Can you whip up something super special? And John's like, for you two, anything. <laughs> so I'm going to leave you guys to it, have a little bit of fun, and I'll be back to check on you on the flip side. And Dorit's like, Thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to make this for me, and I forgot that I'm making it for Phoenix, so I can't really use the goji berries. And Erica's like, She can't eat goji berries? Well, I don't know if she will. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Um, I love that Phoenix is like, Mommy, does this contain goji berries? It might. I don't fucking want them, Mommy. Give these to Jagger. He'll eat this shit. And it's like, so I know you must have seen what Garcelle said on The Real. And Erica goes, Yeah, and it was devastating. They show a clip of Garcelle while on The Real from two days earlier. Would you guys like to finally hear a clip of her on The Real? Should we do it? Should we get crazy and watch this clip from The Real and see if it is damaging or, or what you guys think about this because i think about it all the time and i promise to play it so long so why don't we watch it together as a family and see what we think if we think this is real housewives of beverly hills erica jane might have to surrender seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of diamonds a bankruptcy trustee is not playing around about her diamond earrings claiming erica's a strange husband bought them with stolen client money. According to court docs, Tom Girardi bought the very expensive diamond earrings back in 2007 from M&M's jewelers using a money that was in a client trust account at his old law firm, Girardi and Keys. The trustee in Girardi and Keys bankruptcy case alleges Tom hid the transaction by describing the purpose of the check on G and Keys trust account as a cost item paid to M&M. The trustee is now mandating that Erica surrender the diamond earrings to the bankruptcy estate. The judge hasn't made an official ruling yet, but Erica may have to give up the diamonds if the bankruptcy trustee wins the case. So ladies, 
What are your thoughts? If I knew this information and I had those diamonds, I would not want those diamonds. My, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night knowing I have diamonds that were paid for with money that was robbed from innocent families. And I would be like, I would want to turn those in. I, I don't want those earrings. Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything else to say. What that just seems did, like the right thing to do. You know, allegedly to those victims... It's horrible. It's horrible. Just horrible. And horrible. I would, I mean, I would just get rid of everything that yeah. all the gifts that he gave me. I mean, I know that that may seem extreme. She wouldn't have anything left. People that are still suffering to this day because they didn't receive the funds, you know, that they should have uh, received. So I don't even see why this is a question. For the loss of their family members. You can always yeah. buy other diamonds. I think, I don't know everything, but I feel like. If I was in Erica's shoes, I would do the same thing. Yeah. I would give up the diamonds quickly. I believe she's giving them to a third party until it's decided if she does have to give them back. But I agree with you. There's so much more that she could do just to... Even if she's not guilty of knowing everything that Tom was doing, but this is a way of saying, I have compassion for you. Right. And therefore, take the jewelry. Take take it. I don't even want Take the necklace. I mean, that's when she I mean. shows up for work, yeah. she is diamond out. Yeah, I'd be like, you know? I so want she's no got parts. a lot. So getting rid of those diamond earrings is not going to hurt her. Yeah, she got a lot. So why are you, you know, yeah. I don't Man, know. Man, I would be like, it ain't even about what I have or what I took. That was the last pair of diamonds I had. I'd still want to turn them over. Right. But like, why is this even a discussion? If somebody ever brought this to my attention and said, hey, this may have been, even if it was a, I'd be like, take them. Here, take it, because I don't even want. Take them. I would not want to be associated with any of that. I wouldn't want to be associated with the idea of that. I wouldn't want people to even think that these grand things that I own right. came from from that situation. Like that, right. I would be like, and you wouldn't no get questions. the joy out of wearing them. No. Guys, the sound level on this next part went way up, so make sure you turn your volume down for the remainder of this clip. Sorry about that. Not sure what happened. Oh, you remember what? when we went to Garcelle's birthday party? Yeah. And she came over to me and you? Yeah. And was trying to talk to us, and we were like this. I mean, I was, I was trying to hear her out because you always want to hear someone out. Yeah. But I just felt like... You know, you didn't want to hear anything. So yeah, you no, I was just like, first of all, I'm on camera, you know, and you like, you know, you coming yeah. over here. And she was like, you know, the people that believe me the most. They, they, she did. And I was like, she actually pointed out her own skin and said they are not. Yeah, this. yeah, that's what she said. And she I was, was like, like those that. are the people that I guess me and the ones that are riding with me are How the people that? that look and like us. And I was us. like, oh, here we go. But she did. She did make a few good points, and what she was saying at that time was. <laughs> That she really had no idea. But my thing is, now that you do have an idea, Give you need to rectify tools. the situation. Yeah. She was genuinely saying that in a lot of situations, and we grew up That's with what people in said. the... I was, I was so lit. I know, so was I. I was trying to pay attention. Everybody was lit I was trying to pay attention. Party. I've never seen such a thing. She was <laughs> saying, listen, God. there's some people whose husbands have whole other families, and yeah, they don't she know was about... Giving, she like, was saying some things, like, and I was like... Yeah, and then that's what I was, I was trying to walk away. I was trying to drink my drink because I was getting on the flight. Me, talking, and I was I like, where's Garcelle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to tell because I don't want to have to go to the court. Your honor, she, she was like, hey, on the court. It was a lie. <laughs> they don't have me over there. Oh, you know, my God. Yeah, yeah, but then, 
<laughs> please do the right thing. Hopefully, do, do the right thing. Just do the right thing. Rectify right right the situation and get yourself as far away from any of that. Yeah. Woo! Amaz- amazing. I'm truly... I, I don't know why the sound level on the podcast went so up on that. But anyways, hopefully you turned it down. I gave you enough warning. Conga, in a longer. Okay, so that we finally get what that was the that was what was said on the reel. So what what do we think? What do we think? Was that I mean that long, dude? I mean that some of that is really funny. Like especially when they get Garcelle's birthday party and Erica going up and going like, the people who rode with me, they don't have white skin. I'll tell you that much. Like that's fucking. That's. Come on, man. That is wild. It's just funny because it just goes to show you like we have this drunk aunt just wandering around parties, just like telling her story, telling it the way she sees it. I just think that is so interesting. Like she does not have a damn care in the world. And I find that entire, I mean, just isn't that just bizarre? So Garcelle, the clip we see on the show what we just heard and Erica goes so I have a problem here Garcelle playing semi-nice with me but didn't have the balls to say hey girl I tore your ass up this week you need to know this and goes right I didn't do not know everything I chose to support my friend I see my friend hurting beep boop 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 and when I had the conversation with Kyle this is what upset me suddenly if I support you and Erica's like then you're not friends with them. It's not even that. That I am, in some way, supporting the alleged crime. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Oh, my God. So it was, you tell me right now if you agree what she said the other night. So she's like bitching about Kyle. Four nights earlier in Aspen, we get a flashback to that. Kyle goes, you know damn well what was said last night was disturbingly wrong. But the fact that you're not saying that, you know, cut and clean, it's so disturbing. I agree with Kyle here. I'm sorry. Erica, with her face all scrunched up in the chocolate shop, that is so fucking gross. <laughs> no, no, Erica, this isn't one of your songs. We're talking about this situation here. And Dorit goes, I know. Like, Dorit, what happened to you, girl? I read a comment today that made me laugh. It's like, a, gr- a grifter sees a grifter. Like, you know, like making some comment about PK. Of like, you know, like, I guess... Everybody's a criminal. Who knows? Um, Erica and Natalia goes, I can't be dealing with these chicks that are worried about what will the neighbors think. Fuck the neighbors. Must be nice for the people that live on her block. You know? And then Erica does this really weird thing in the talking head. She goes, by the way. She like leans in. By the way, I do want to say this. And I, you guys, I swear to God, when she said, fuck the neighbors, you know, by the way, I do want to say this. My first thought was like, holy shit, she's going to comment if she fucked her neighbor, Army Hammer. I was like, she's like, that Army Hammer rumor was not true. So I I was, I'm not, there's no joke in there. I really thought that what she said, she goes, and let me be very clear. Sometimes those ones that are really, you know, doing the best are hiding the most. Oh, wow, Erica. What a concept. I've never heard that before. That's just crazy. I heard that from my mom in like the second grade. Like, duh. Erica's like, you know, I'm getting tired of being the whipping boy when I know there are others who display not the best behavior. So if Kyle is going to have a conversation with you about my behavior, Rico's, 
If you want to get something off your chest, get it. Who? Who are you talking about? Dorit seems genuinely confused. Erica gives her a real sharp stare. And Dorit goes, oh boy, a cock is out. <laughs> Dorit and the talking to goes, I think in this town the rules are a little different for the hyper elite. Be -woo -bye -be -woo -woo. Kathy's been in this town her whole life. She is part of a family that has a lot of strength, a lot of wealth, and a lot of connections. You have to think twice if you really want to challenge them. Watch it, Dorit. Erica's like, we've all seen each other at our worst. We've all heard things that perhaps were not the best. If you think I'm going to be the fucking whipping boy for this entire group, you got another thing coming, honey. Erica, you could just be off the show, man. We don't even care. Like, like, okay, yeah, don't be the whipping boy. Okay, bye. <laughs> have, have fun with Mikey. Good luck on the, the new music. <laughs> there is music playing, and it's like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a savage. I'm a, I'm a. I'm a savage. And I think it's, you know, Beverly Hills' feeble attempt to be selling Sunset. But who knows? It's been a while, but we're at Erica's pool house, which is nicer than I, you know, and she's with her glam squad. And Preston, the makeup artist, is like, are you having a drink? And Erica's like, yeah, you want one? I miss the old days. That's all I'm going to say. It's time for the second act. And Preston's like, it really is, which probably means like cocaine. Allegedly. Erica's like, I'm going to make some new music. We're starting on it. And Clyde, the hairstylist, is like, really? Oh, babe. And Erica's like, I oh, know. I'm excited. Okay, cheers. Here's the old school. What is she like? Here, here it is. A bit, a bit, a bit, bit. My name's Erica Jane. I'm here to say I didn't steal from those victims in a major way. I like to rock. I like to roll. I love to get dick in my butthole. My name is EJ. I'm here to rock. I'm here to roll. And you know what? I like to stick it up the butt, but I don't. <laughs> I used to work at Shankers, but now I... I'm but now I'm being told I'm a faker. PK said, I'm inherently cold, but I just say you're fucking old. My name is EJ and I'm here to say, Mikey's not getting a Christmas gift in a major way. <laughs> so dumb. I'm such an idiot. Okay, we're over at Sun's house. She's getting glammed for the party, and Sun's like, something's bothering me about it. You know, it's not right. I don't like that smudgy. I say, maybe we just don't do that. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. 
Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Folks, now is the part of the show that I love the most. We get to talk about our sponsors. Once again, So Bad It's Good is sponsored by our friends at Splendid Spoon. Now, uh, we are coming to what I am told is the end of the summer. So we're, we're getting back into busy season again. I feel like it's been busy season all summer, but for a lot of people, busy season starts now. And that means you're going to have less time for grocery shopping. You're going to have less time to pre- prepare meals, just less time in general. But don't worry, this is not this is not a big bummer because our friends at Splendid Spoon are there to help. Splendid Spoon is totally awesome. Uh, let me just give you an example. They sent me a box last week. I got another box from them. You get to pick out from like 60 choices on their website and you get to pick out like grain bowls, smoothies, juices, all like amazing, all fresh ingredients, all healthy, but all tasty. And for me, you guys listen to this. It, it like, okay, my Thursday Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recap, I had gone through the day and I started that recap and it was like three and a half hours or three hours for the actual recap. And midway through, I was like, oh my God, I didn't eat. And it was not a problem because I didn't want to slow down working, but all I had to do was walk out of my room into the kitchen, into the fridge, grab one of the, uh, this amazing noodle bowl that I got from them, put it in the microwave. And in less than five minutes, I had a great meal. And I was able to have the energy to finish talking about these housewives. And it was awesome. You don't wake up. I mean, I don't know. There's something about Splendid Spoon Food, too, that I love because I don't wake up feeling horrible after I eat it at night. I feel good. Um, I imagine that's because of like the fresh ingredients and stuff. But also, it just it saves time. It's easy. And it comes right to your door in this prepackaged thing that's like all iced. So when you get the food, even if it's been laying on your front step all day, you bring it in. It's still cold. You put it directly into the refrigerator and you are ready to go. Um, like I said, you can choose from over 50 ready-to-eat meals shipped right to your door on repeat from breakfast smoothies and lunch bowls to noodle dinners and light soups for reset days. And like I said earlier, you can easily customize this to fit what you're looking for in your meal plan. It's 100% plant-based which is huge, gluten and GMO-free, with plenty of vegetables, legumes, healthy fats, whole grains, and spices from around the world. Plus, eating plant-based food can have benefits like improved energy, sleep, digestion, and complexion. I got to tell you, I, I'm not going to give it full credit, but I think it's helped me grow this magnificent mustache that I have going right now. I really think I really think the mustache is growing on me, you guys. Um, and with Splendid Spoon, it is so easy to add more plant-based meals into your busy routine. So I'm telling you guys, give this a shot. At least try it for a week and see if you dig it, because I totally do dig it. And they also even have like these energy shots you can order. It is so cool. Um, so this is the call to action, you guys. 
Fuel up for busy days with Splendid Spoon. Get started today and get $120 off your first three boxes at SplendidSpoon.com forward slash so bad. That's $120 off at SplendidSpoon.com slash so bad. That'll be in the show notes as well. And remember, go check this out. See if it's something you like. It really does help the show when you do these things. But on top of it, this stuff actually is really good. It is a product that I am using and I do highly recommend it. Sutton in a talking head goes, I usually don't like costume parties. However, I do have an authentic vintage 1920s dress, I say, I say. So this is kind of what I'm excited about. Sutton to Nawel, N-A-W-E-L, her makeup artist. Well, I'm not nervous about seeing these girls at all. I'm excited. Sutton, God bless you. I would be nervous. I would be having the shits every time I go to one of these events because you have been, you've been the real whipping boy. Not Eric, you think I don't mean the women boy? No, Sutton has been the whipping boy. Like, like the fact that she still has a positive outlook is like, oh, no, don't, don't. I just literally would be like, nah, well, paint me to look like a dead person. Uh, we're at Dorit's house. She looks all dolled up, ready to go. And Dorit's like, Phoenix, you should close your eyes because I'm taking a soda with me. Boop, 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 boop. Phoenix, fucking a, she's a big, bright, shining star right out of the gate. She goes, no, you're not taking soda on your night, mommy. And she walks over and takes the soda away from her mom. And Dorit goes, I know, but how am I going to stay up? Beep, boop, 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 boop. And Phoenix goes, no, you're not. Get a coffee or something. You're not getting a soda. And Dorit tries to take it back. And Phoenix goes, no, mommy. And Dorit goes, you look after your mama so well. And Phoenix goes, yeah. I mean, that potentially was the best scene of the entire episode. Garcelle is almost finished with her preparation. Garcelle, she's like, is this going to stay on, girl? You know, that, you know, she's whatever. Tree enters with her Roaring Twenties attire. We're at uh, Garcelle's house by the power plant. And Shree is looking at the package on the counter talking to herself. She's like, you don't have to tell me twice. Oh, is this Crystal's gift? And Shree goes, where's a pen? I need a pen. So Shree signs her name on Garcelle's gift to Crystal. Upstairs, Garcelle and her glam team have put the finishing touches on her Roaring Twenties Gatsby-style hat. Garcelle goes, oh, shut the front door. This looks amazing. Meanwhile, downstairs, Cherie quickly shoves the card back in the envelope and licks it to seal it and places it. <laughs> holy, dude, holy shit. Garcelle comes down the stairs at that moment. Oh, Cherie, I am your man tonight. And Cherie holding a shot of alcohol goes, I've always wanted a man on Chanel suspenders. And Garcelle goes, honey. And Garcelle in a talking head goes, my inspiration for tonight was definitely Josephine Baker. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. They put a shot of Garcelle side by side with Josephine Baker. Two beautiful women. Garcelle in a talking head goes, I feel strong. I feel glamorous. And I feel like don't mess with me. Shree confesses, I kind of signed my name to the card. And Garcelle goes, I will fuck you up, girl. We have a lot to talk about. Shree's like, what's going on? She's like, you know my day job at The Real? And she goes, yes, ma'am. We talked about Erica and the $750,000 earrings. Oh, shut up. Did you do that today? No, I did it before we went to Aspen. One week earlier, Garcelle to Crystal. Hello, it's my job. We do pop culture. We do news. Same like, same with me, Garcelle. Crystal goes, I know, but I'm like, I wonder if she can get out of it because you're friends. And Garcelle goes, oh, I tried. The producer says, do you have anything else to say? And I'm like, uh, I'm going on a trip with her. Garcelle says, so I haven't seen her since, but can I tell you, Cherie, during our whole Aspen, she was wearing them. I kept on going, oh, is that them? Are those them? And they flashed several pics of Erica wearing them. And Cherie laughs, goes, I did too. I tried to steal one. No, and she goes, that would be a hard thing to give up. I got to be real. And Garcelle goes, stop it right now. She goes, girl, bye. And Garcelle goes, you have the other stuff. Why would you, 
why wouldn't you give up the earrings? And Trudeau goes, it's not like I'd be like, oh, sure, here. I'm saying it'd be a hard thing to do. What was the consensus behind the earrings? Garcelle looks surprised. Garcelle goes, my consensus was give up the earrings, girl. I don't know how Eric is going to feel about it. I don't know if she's seen the reel. I can't imagine she hasn't seen it. It's been all over the press, which I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she's seen it because she probably Google alerts herself. Garcelle and I talking head goes, I don't even know why Erica would care. I'm talking about it. Everybody's talking. Everybody's talking about her and her earrings. So I'm not going to even say anything unless she brings it up. Now, listen, guys, I'm not insane. I love Garcelle, but I do think Garcelle's a little in the wrong here. It's a hard thing to bring up, especially when you're having fun on a trip. It would have made me very nervous. But yeah, maybe Erica, owed is such a weird word, but it is kind of like, you know, I feel like there is, I feel like Garcelle should have told Erica this was going to air. And especially that night when Erica was like, you know, why not throw it out that night of like, yo, just so you know, we talk about this. This was a topic, not me. The producer picks topics, but, you know, so Garcelle goes, but you know what? Tonight it's Crystal's birthday. We're going to celebrate. I mean, we looked the part. Hello. And she's like, hello. Uh, I love that Shree was like, girl, I'd keep the earrings. I don't know. For me, it's a very cut and dry thing, but I guess to each their own. Um, but these earrings were never hers to begin with. We finally make it to Crystal's house where the preparations are being finalized for the Roaring Twenties birthday party. Rob Minkoff, the director of The Lion King, looks very, she goes, looks very excited. And Crystal's like, by the way, I feel like we're coming to our house that we've built. Rob goes, in the period. And Crystal goes, yeah, the, in the period for our new house. Because the, 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 the basement is finally finished, you guys. Uh, Crystal in a talking head goes, Rob and I have an affinity for the Twenties. He got me when I was 20. Ew! No, <laughs> For Rob's 50th birthday, we did the same thing, but like a huge party. But, you know, it's COVID and we want to minimize the group and the whole thing that we can leave all the tension behind. And I want to give everyone a good time. These are so funny, you guys, because they do this big production and they all dress up. But it's even before COVID they would do this. You know, it's like it's just this is not what I like. Crystal has real friends, you know, like Crystal doesn't just have the Beverly Hills friends, you know, like that's why I always find weird with these things. It's like, come on, we're supposed to believe that Crystal, like Rob didn't even invite any of his friends. Rob probably doesn't tell his friends about like housewives. I mean, it's just so it's just it's like something that always makes me chuckle. It's not just with Beverly Hills. It's all reality shows. So they make their way to the bar and Rob's like, all right, Jeff. And that's her brother, Jeff, Crystal's brother. He's dressed in roaring 20s get up. Guests begin to arrive. Dorit comes in, gets a drink, carcass out. Asher and Diana are next. Asher's got a little mustache. Uh, Crystal's like, you are definitely impressing me. And Diana looks like a femme fatale. Dorit's like, hello, you look fabulous. Sutton, our little flapper, comes next carrying her cell phone. Crystal's teasing her, going, that's not 1920s, that phone. Sutton's like, well, I know, I'm sorry, pointing to her earrings. These are actually from the 20s. And Crystal goes, well, this is from 1920s Amazon. And Sutton's like, shut up. Erica arrives. She looks like a harlot, a trollop, not a starlet. No, she looks like the Statue of Liberty if the Statue of Liberty were dead and a harlot. Erica goes, we went to the chocolatier yesterday. We had fun. Crystal goes, hi. Uh, okay. You know, like, okay. Garcelle and Cherie are dropped off next. They both greet and hug Crystal and Rob. Garcelle goes, you look so pretty. Happy birthday. And Cherie yells behind her, that's from us. That's from us. Garcelle shakes her head and goes, no, it's not. Garcelle to Dorit goes, you look gorge. And here's Rena. Rena is, you know, dressed up, you know, is it the... 
you know, with the, the tuxedo, you know, Gentleman Jack. She's dressed like a man in the super high heels and the top hat and blah, blah, blah. And Dorit goes, oh, and congratulations on the basement, Crystal. And Crystal, I was like, are we talking about our privates? And like the actual basement. Crystal's like, thank you. And Son's like, well, I'm excited to see it. And Dorit goes, you haven't seen it? And Son's like, well, I haven't seen it finished yet. And Crystal's like, we're calling it the parlor today. Rinna enters and goes, hi. And Crystal's like, Oh, Rinna, thank you for bringing it every time. You know, what an outfit. And Dree's like, I told you. And Rinna in a talking head goes, this is a celebration. I'm happy to be here for Crystal. But it's hard to get past what I had just been through with Kathy. I am very in shock still. But I'm putting on a brave face because I feel PTSD. <laughs> oh, wow, it's me. Oh, my God. You should feel the shame. The shame. Um, There's a magician there. The ladies are taking turns in groups and solo getting their photos taken from the Roaring Twenties type moon and star backdrop. And Renee's like, woo-hoo, yeah, get in there, yeah. Diana, about Erica, she looked like 20 Maleficent. Maleficent, ah. Garcelle is posing a photo and goes, ooh, how pretty is that? Can I come in? They all hoot and holler, yes. The photographer's like, let's try it again. And Diana goes, say, Fendi, say, room 23. <laughs> they show a full group shot with all the ladies. Kathy, you guys, arrives. And she she's dressed like a flapper. Like, so you're like, you know, you're thinking, okay. Kathy throws this fit. So what I'm guessing is Kathy just thinks it's another day. Like, Kathy's like, okay, cool. I'm, you know, like, hey, what happened, happened. Like, so I'm guessing Kathy just thinks Rena was going to keep her mouth shut. Like, like, oh, I had an explosion and this person saw it. But so like, Kathy, I think truly wasn't worried going into this thing. You know, doesn't seem like a care in the world. I think it's Rena who is building, building this up and building this up, which is really kind of classic Rena if you think about it. Like making a, a Rena mountain out of a Kathy molehill. Because Kathy, I think, definitely exploded. But Rinna saw it, drunk, in a Sprinter van with no cameras. And she had a phone with her. And she texted people but didn't record any. Anyways, so many things. But I don't think Kathy was aware that this was going to be the rest of the season, you know? So Rinna to Rob and Crystal goes, it was one of the greatest ski days of my life. And Rob's like, really? And Rinna goes, I'm not kidding. It was one of those perfect days. A day where I made money. <laughs> Rob goes, a little fun in Aspen. Everyone goes, yeah. It kind of shaved the trip for me because it really didn't end so well. And Rob's like, oh, really? Yeah, at least for me. <laughs> Rob doesn't give a fuck, Lisa Rinna. <laughs> at least for me. Rob, you know, she's basically begging Rob, ask me, ask me what happened. Will you please? Hey, let's, let's do an improv game. Okay, I'm going to knock, knock. And then you say, hey, what happened on Aspen? Okay, knock, knock. Uh, what happened on Aspen? Oh, Rob. Oh, Rob. Have you ever been to war? It was like I got my legs blown off in Vietnam. It was that bad. It, it truly was. I thought I wasn't going to live. I texted Amelia and the other one, not Amelia. And I was like, mommy is not coming home. Kathy Hilton is throwing things. She says she have uh she has an explosive device. And it turned out she was just had explosive gas. But it was still very scary. Not Amelia and Amelia. 
She couldn't get a whole Harry because Harry was on a solo camping trip. It's hard to get reception out there. Um, so all the ladies are greeting Kathy, and Kathy's like, look at you. And Garcelle goes, how are you? And Kathy goes, I'm good. You look fantastic, Garcelle says. Kathy walks up to Rob and Crystal with a card present and a present to Crystal, as she does. And Rena turns and walks away without saying anything to her. And Kathy goes, there he is. Don't you look handsome? I love the black and white. And Rob, the director of Lion King, says, thank you. You look amazing. Hi, sweetheart, to Crystal. Crystal goes, hi, would you take a picture with me real quick? Yes, actually, where could I put this? And Rob goes, I'll hold it. I'll take it. Rena and I talk now. I goes, I'm actually surprised to see Kathy. I didn't think she'd show up. And she is decked out to the nines. Like nothing ever happened. It's so fucking weird. How did she have the energy to put on underpanties? Like, <laughs> look at you, you fucking Charlie McCarthy doll. Like, what do you look like? <laughs> she has a she has a full, she has tops and bottoms on. How does she do it? This little truck. I like what is going on here? And Erica to Kathy goes, You look right. And Kathy goes, Hello, it's good to see you. Kathy sits down on the sofa with Erica, Dorit, Rena, and Garcelle. Not a care in the world. Kathy goes, Oh, it's freezing. And Rena goes, I think we're gonna go down in the basement. Like, you know, like Kathy, Kathy, it's, it's freezing, damn it, and starts throwing things and breaking glasses. Crystal, everybody, let's go to the parlor. Rena gets up and says, come, let's go over here for one second to Diana. She's like, I need to bitch about Kathy. They all descend to the parlor. Garcelle goes, so nothing was down here. And Crystal was like, yeah, it was nothing. We see a before look empty basin and an after look all finished with a bar seating area built in shelving, super expensive chandelier, fantastic artwork. It really looks cool. And it looks like a place I could live. Um, Garcelle goes, this is beautiful. And Rena goes, this is great. What a great room. Crystal Natalia goes, our lower floor, which was not a small project. I don't know the exact dollar amount because I'm choosing not to look at it, but we were on a budget, which we saw. Um, so it was six figures, which could mean up to like, you know, a million dollars. And Rena hollering, you sit wherever you want, baby. Sit right there. Sit right there. Rena has this habit of repeating everything to make herself sound like she's saying a lot. Like, there's not tons going on in there, so she just repeats it. Dorit sits near her, and Rena loudly goes, I'm happy right here. I don't want to get next to Cassie. Kathy to Garcelle goes, I'm not trying to find a look and all that. It's just, it's not my thing. And Garcelle goes, but you look great. You did it. And Kathy goes, yep, my girls love it. That's Paris and Nikki Hilton. To, to the common folk. Garcelle goes, no, you did it. You Look at those shoes. And Kathy goes, old Chanel. Aren't they great? Garcelle gasps, oh, they are so good. Rinna and talking goes, it is getting excruciatingly difficult to sit and watch Kathy pretend like nothing happened. And it's starting to build in me. And I'm super uncomfortable. That could just literally be gas bubbles. And if these women knew what Kathy said about them, they wouldn't be real happy about it. I'm telling you that. It wouldn't. It's so fucked up on every level. It's fucked up. She's shaking her head and a talking head. And, okay, so now Kathy not only threatened Bravo, NBC, um, uh, Kyle, Mauricio, take down that entire family, but now Rena is now also saying she's also said these th- things about all of these women. Like, how long? Was this like a one-act play? Like, I mean, come on, man. Like, she said, okay, okay give give me some specifics like make some specifics up like i i I, come on man rena and isn't this funny like rena calls out everything usually at the moment 
but this one's got her spooked. The only thing that I could see that would like, I was really trying to think like, what would it, what would it be for me? Like, what would push me over the edge? Like, and it would be like a Kathy was like, Ryan, I'm going to gut you from your neck to your groin. I'd be like, holy shit. Erica just, I mean, I, I mean, Ky, Kathy, Kathy just threatened to gut me, you know, like that would freak me out or like, I'm going to have Rick butt fuck you. Like that would freak me out. Like be like, that's really sexually threatening to me. Tr- uh, sorry, trigger warning. And, um, that would scare me, but like Rinna, that's what I'm just trying to like understand. Like Rinna has heard the worst and said the worst, but somehow Kathy spooked her. So like, did, did, did Kathy go, Rinna, if you fucking say anything. I'll kill you. Like, what was it? Because Rinna's never been shy. But now Rinna's like, oh, 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 oh. Like, I believe it from Crystal, or I believe it from Sutton. Uh, the party guests are enjoying the drinks and the food. Rob goes, so that jukebox is an original from 1942. And it's gorgeous, beautiful, pristine condition. And Garcelle goes, no way. And Rob goes, yeah, they made it for only one year. So there's only a few hundred of them that exist. It's a Whirlister who also make pianos. And uh, Dorit goes, how much did you spend? How much did you pay for it? And Garcelle goes, come here. And puts up the hat, give it to us. And Rob whispers, not knowing that they're all mic'd up. It was 30 $30. I I think I might spring for one if the Patreon does well this month. Garcelle goes, oh, that's amazing. That's very good. And Dorit goes, okay, I was thinking in the 40s. And Rob goes, no, 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 just 30 grand. Erica to Sutton goes, what are you drinking? I'd have met Julep. I haven't had one in years. And Sutton's like, it is, it is good, though. And Erica's like, you taste. Well, I don't drink bourbon. She takes a sip anyway, and she goes, ooh. And Erica's like, it's got a nice little uh to it. In fact, I do uh every night. I'm having sex. And son's like, uh, no, I can't do it. And she makes a face. She's like, I know, but I'm Southern. Sutton and they're talking. And goes, it's going really well with me and Erica. I say, I say, I don't know. Maybe the Aspen air is still within me. I don't have enough oxygen. I'm not thinking straight. You aren't Sutton. Help me help you. Do not buy into this bullshit. I always love when I see Sutton out with her other friends. Like, she's really friendly with that actor from the Chucky movies, Jennifer Tilly, and, like, other people. I like, I like, because it's like, those are, like, her people, you know? I don't want her around these nasty people. Sutton and Rob go, well, this is great. Eric, in a soft, seductive voice, goes, this is great, Rob. Can I show you something later? <laughs> Can I show you my line, King? <laughs> it's my butt. Rob goes, thank you. Erica, still seductive, goes, when did you finish? And Rob goes, like, this morning? Erica goes, I finished last night, twice. No, she goes, it's a lot of work. Yeah, Rob awkwardly says. And Erica goes, you have to change the plumbing. You have to change all kinds of things if it wasn't up to code. I know, because our house was 1928. We get a flashback to 2015 to Erica and Tom's old house. Tom is with a styrofoam cup. And like oversized, like, you know, casual clothes. And Eric's like, this tree is like, well, it's over 100 years old. I don't know what we're going to do with it. Kill it. (laughs) Tom goes, it looks good. It reminds me of the time I saw John Wade as a kid. And Eric's like, no, it's dead, babe. The tree's a legit dead. Just like those Lion Air victims. You do that? She points to the pool. She goes, see here? The tile in here is chipped off off the seat. We should redo it. You can just tell Tom's in his head going, fuck, I have to steal more money. She is giving me things to buy right and left. Um, son's like, well, what what was your house, that one, Erica? And Pasadena. When was that? 
1928. 1928, Sutton says. Rob Rob clearly looks uncomfortable and not interested at the same time in this conversation. And Warren might go, and he discreetly gets up and leaves. Sutton's like, well, Erica, did you miss that house, I say, I say? Which I just, I don't even like. Sutton, don't try to... And Erica's like, I drove by it the other day. Sounds like, you did? For the first time since I left, I was like, maybe I can put that house in my purse. No, she goes, and it was just empty. The windows were open. The drapes were open. I took a shit in the bathroom. No, she drapes were open. And, you know, I just sat. I sat in the street inside my car. I didn't get out. I just looked at it. I was like, all right, well. And I drove on. She's gone, Sutton says. Yeah, there's no returning. And I knew that day I left. It never was mine. I just catalog it as a big chapter of my life, and I've closed the book on that. Uh-huh, Sutton says. No. A big chapter of her book. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. But, like, what she says right here, I just looked at it, and I said, it never was mine. But, like, why can't you do that with all the other shit he bought, you know? So we get a flashback to 2015 when she gave Lisa Renna a tour of the house for the first time. And everybody's like, this is my library. It's kind of neat. There's a lot of cool shit in here. Well, by the way, we don't see any books, but we do see a risque picture of Erica dressed in very little hanging over the fireplace. Which, by the way, can we bet on that picture? Erica walking on is like, this is my dining room. You and Harry have to come over sometime. By the way, the voice coming out of Erica doesn't even sound like her. It's so weird. It's two octaves higher. So it's like... This is my dining room. You and Harry have to come over sometime. Like, you know, she's just lighter. She's like, I'm going to be a bright star, finally. Rena's like, <laughs> Erica opens the double doors and goes, And here you go. This is my chapel. This is where I pray to Satan. Rena goes, Whoa. And Erica goes, You know, I can't be too attached to something like that. Otherwise, it'll ruin your whole, you know. And son's like, I understand that. So I love Erica going, you, I can't be too attached to something like that. Now, the earrings I can be too attached to. That is something that I can fully invest and attach myself to. Erica and I talk now goes, I can't stay here in this place of loss and grief. I must transcend all this negativity and all this pain and suffering and all the criticism, and I have to let it go. At the end of the day, it's not mine, and so on to the next chapter. Erica goes, yeah, but you know, at least... And Kathy goes, let me ask you something, Erica, not to change the subject, but I'm noticing on everyone. We all know that you go a little more above the lip. She's talking about makeup, but now it's even more exaggerated. <laughs> Is that on purpose? <laughs> you look like the Joker, Erica. Erica's like, well, it's whoever did my face tonight. They like to draw. Well, it's nice. Thank you, yeah. And someone's like, well, my lipstick is from Target. Girl... Dude, I shop at Target. Are you kidding me, son? I didn't even know. Like, we could just walk around Target one day. I don't know. I just, like, look at records and shit. Erica's like, that's good, though. It hasn't moved. And Kathy goes, well, I don't like red on blondes, but I love it on you. And Rob goes, everyone, everyone? Tree yells, everyone, Rob, the creator of the Lion, the director of the Lion King, he's talking. And Garcelle goes, oh, there is a cake. Crystal goes, okay, thank you. So it's another year celebrating with you guys. It's really special to me. I do have other friends, but they're not here. And this is my last year of my 30s. They pan around the room and everybody's faces is like, and Erica's like, she's so young. And Dory goes, what a brag. And Rena's like, I'm just like, oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm 8 billion years old. <laughs> Diana, talking head, goes, 
Bitch, shut up, Crystal. You haven't even had first Botox. Everything is tight. See you in 10 years. <laughs> Crystal continues with her speech. I feel so lucky. I've grown so much through our friendships. And it just, it's so genuine from my heart. So thank you so much. And Jeff chants, real talk, real talk. That's my sister, real talk, real talk. And Rob goes, okay, make a wish. Crystal blows out one candle and Rinna disappears. <laughs> she goes, okay, no singing happy birthday. I don't like it. So they're passing out the cookies and the cakes. And Kathy goes, well, I'm not going to eat the cookie. I'm going to save it. It has my name on it. And Garcia's like, well, I'm going to eat it. And Kathy goes, you wanted something sweet and moist. A lot of people don't like the word moist. A lot of girls don't like the word. I don't know why. Dorita Garza goes, how are you and Erica after the real? Beep, boop, 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 boop. Garza goes, oh, I haven't even talked to her. And Dorita goes, she didn't say anything. And Garza goes, we haven't seen each other. And when Kyle isn't around, Dorit likes to take over Kyle's role in being the pot stirrer. And I don't know if that is Dorit or the producer going, okay, Kyle is lying about being with Michael Myers right now. So you got to do some stuff, Dorit. Garcelle goes, but that was prior to Aspen, the reel, by the way. And Kathy goes, but I thought it was really good. And Dorit goes, it haired after. Erica quietly, quietly leaves the room. And as she does, Rinna rapidly tiptoes after her. Crystal goes, where's Rinna? Is she gone? Hold on, let me get my, hold on, I'll be right back. Dorit goes, so it aired after, right? And Garcelle goes, yeah, it's also my job. Dorit and her talking to her goes, if I was Erica, I too would feel hurt. Do I feel like Garcelle is a little guilty of throwing a grenade and then masquerading it as coming from a place of concern? Yeah, I do. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Now, listen, Dorit has a point. I don't love that she says throwing a grenade like she did last season uh, about Garcelle. But, yeah. Listen, Erica's been a dick. And Dorit, you haven't been that great to Garcelle either. So, yeah, it, but it is also her job. Dorit, do you know what that's like? A job? <laughs> Sorry. A mother is an amazing job. And I know. And Crystal, uh, reaching upstairs, Crystal goes, are you leaving to Rinna? And Rinna goes, yep. Crystal goes, why are you leaving? And she goes, I love you. Um, uh, you just hear like the soap opera. I'm like, oh my God. Push in on camera too. Push in on camera too. Um, I need to go home. I'm still really upset about what happened in Aspen. They flash to Kathy. Rinna goes, and I can't sit here any longer. Rinna and Atagna goes, I'm really trying, but I feel like I have seen the devil, and her name is Kathy Hilton. <laughs> We've got a laying down thick on aisle two. Clean up on aisle two. Laying down thick. Laying it on thick. Um... This is the devil? What about that party at Kathy's house where Erica went after Cy? Like, oh, what? Oh, what? That, to me, was the devil. I was shocked about that. And I've watched a lot of shit. But you saw the devil? Now I'm like, well, maybe that is it. Maybe Kathy does have supernatural powers, and Rinna saw the devil, the actual devil. I mean, that would be something that, you know, what if Rinna's at the reunion like, Angie... I hate to do this, but she's a devil. And then, like, Rena pulls out, like, a cross, and, like, he's like, she's not a vampire, she's the devil, but tries to bring her out, like, we, and she starts speaking in tongue. Come out, demon, come out. I don't, you know. And Crystal goes, is it really that bad? Rena bites her lip. And she goes, yes. Crystal goes, are you serious? 
Rena says nothing, just shakes her head like she just witnessed a car crash. And then we just hear a little toot. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, Rena shakes her again for a length of time and whispers, Yes. Again, they show Kathy, the devil, sitting downstairs on the sofa, just holding her cookie. Hey. Rena goes, I love you. I need to go home. Uh, I love when Rena says, I'm trying my best. Are you? Are you trying your best? That's your best? That way you just sat in your top hat and shit? <laughs> like, by the way, and if you truly are scared, let us definitely keep Kathy on. I love this is great. If this is true, let's get Rena scared more often. Like, you're this dramatic? What a pussy. Chris goes, Oh my god, you look really upset. And she goes, Oh good, it's working. <laughs> Do I look upset? She goes, You know how I adore you. And Chris goes, I know. I'm not taking this personally. A lot of us don't even want you here. And Rena just above whispering goes, And I think it's time for me to go because of what I saw. And Chris goes, Are you serious? And Rena goes, Crystal. I'm serious. No, I just need to go home. Renata told me, I goes, I've known of Kathy for 30 years. This is the polished, loving mother socialite, a pillar of society. And to hear all these things coming out of her mouth, I can't believe you think it, feel it, or say it about your own family. Rena. We've heard you say things about not Amelia that are like, I mean. Also, families fucking fight, dude. My sister has said things about me. I've said things about my sister. My mom said things about my dad. My dad thinks, I mean, like, but we all fucking love each other fiercely. Like, grow up. Like, it's not working. It's just, it's just, you're digging it. Like, but sadly, Rena was never seen after leaving. Crystal's house because Kathy got her. Rena goes, bye bye. Crystal goes, be safe, okay? Kind of like, stop taking crazy pills. Rena goes, I will. I'm right down the street, honey. Nothing Janex can't solve. No, she goes, okay, bye, honey. Bye bye, baby. It was just so calculated. Rena just didn't feel like being there. You know, she made this exit deliberately. So everybody would be like, where's Rena? Why'd she leave? Oh my God. And then Crystal or someone else could pass along that Rena was seriously injured by Kathy. Hilton's feelings and a rage about her sister and let someone else be the messenger to feed this ongoing war. Erica goes, hang on, Sal. Can I talk to you about something? And Garcelle goes, absolutely. I love this about Garcelle. When Erica always gets into it with her, Garcelle never pauses. She's always asked something and, yep. Like, I love that. Never a thought. Like, most people are like, hey, Garcelle, can I talk to you about something? What? Remember... Two episodes ago in Aspen where, like, Garcia goes, Rena, come on over here. I don't want to talk behind your back. And Eric goes, you talking about But Garcia goes, absolutely. Eric goes, I would have loved a heads up. And Garcia goes, you would have loved a heads up? On the rail. Garcia goes, oh. Because I know you shot that before we went to Aspen. I thought we had a nice time in Aspen. Nice time. Like, one night you literally were fucking screaming and had to be taken out. You didn't even stay in this place you were supposed to stay. And Garcelle goes, we did have a nice time in Aspen. Garcelle looks over at Dorit. Dorit is looking down at the floor. <laughs> Erica goes, I just thought you and I were more on a level because I thought we connected at dinner. 
You mean the dinner where we were all talking about your earrings and all that? Like you thought that was connection? Shows you how wild people think what our connections really aren't. Garso goes, we did. But it also kind of sounds like we did. Flashback to six days earlier, Garcia goes, so what does $750,000 earrings look like at that dinner? It's like, they're actually at 1.3. Each one. I don't know total value, but I'll show you tomorrow. Erica goes, I thought we had a nice moment snowmobiling. And Garcia goes, yeah, we did. And you know, the nice connection. So I would have been like, hey, girl, I want you to know this is going to happen. Because when I saw it, I was like, oh, shit, here we go again. By the way, you guys listen to that. It wasn't so much Garcelle. I would be more concerned with what the other ladies said, you know? Meanwhile, Diana's almost completely covering her face with her hand and feather boa, not discreetly at all. Why can't we get an Asher song somewhere here? Uh, she's trying to hold back a laugh. Garcelle goes, because we get the topics the night before. We work on them. We show up. We talk about what's in the news and hot topics. Man, I would kill this job. It's not on the air anymore, but I would kill it. But also, I'm not a woman. Erica's like... No, yeah, I get it. I get out, you know, Hollywood. I just want, you know, I'd rather find out from the source. It's okay. And I goes, no, it's not okay because it's obviously hurt your feelings. I'm saying that I get that and I'm sorry. Thank you. Totally cool. Dewey goes, something feels like, oh. Crystal enters the room. Garcelle goes, are you okay? What happened? And Crystal goes, Rena left. And Sun's like, what? And Crystal's like, I went upstairs to get my phone and Rena said goodbye. Without saying goodbye to anybody, Garcelle says. Crystal goes, she, she said she had to go. She said... Good night. And I said goodbye. And Erica goes, Shit, she didn't even tell me. And Garcelle goes, I know. And Crystal goes, She said she's quite shaken up by what happened in Aspen. And I don't even know what that means. But she looked like she saw a ghost. Garcelle goes, What? Kathy in a talking head goes, Well, I know Lisa's gone through a lot losing her mom. And if she has to leave early, that's her business. Would it be great if Kathy winked? <laughs> I don't believe she left because of what I shared with her in Aspen. Crystal goes, she seems fine all night. She seemed fine all night. Kathy goes, she seemed fine. Dree goes, she was sitting in a corner all night. Kathy in a talking head goes, she was a sweetheart. She listened. And I by no means got any indication that she was upset. But if I was the toe that broke the camel's back, the camel toe, if you will, I apologize. I don't want to upset anybody. <laughs> Kathy, I mean, like, and now this to me is played perfectly. It's not, you know, it's like funny because, you know, Kathy probably talked mad shit, but I believe, you know, like this to me is not pushing. She's like, well, really? Well, if I'm the straw that broke the camel's toe, like gets a little goofy in there. I apologize. I don't want to upset anybody. She doesn't overdo it. Like Rena over fucking does it. Rena does layer after layer of paint when you only need one layer. Kathy goes, she's pretty tough. I wouldn't worry about her until I get to her. <laughs> Garcelle goes... Erica, you should text her. I think we should see what's up with her. Erica goes up to get her phone upstairs. She goes, me, me, in the 20s, this would be a soup can and a rope. Okay, Erica. Diana follows her, and she goes, that is so pretty to read that bag. Oh, thank you. And Kathy goes, that bag is really gorgeous. And she goes, this is like one of the ones that wasn't stolen, which was kind of an interesting line, I think. Erica sneaks off to the room in the house for privacy. They end up in the room that has all the Lion King characters on a shelf. And Erica's like, Simba, Simba, oh, fuck Simba. Which, by the way, get out of like, just, you're, 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 oh, it's just, you're making that room just bad vibes. Get out of there. Lion King is good. You are bad. And Diana goes, unbelievable, all right? Erica calls Rena, but she doesn't answer. And Diana goes, this is not like her. She loves attention. 
And Larry's like, no, no, not at all. Fuck. I think Lisa's mad. I think she's mad because she feels like some behavior about me swept out of the rug. And Diana goes, that night in Aspen, right? And Erica's like, right, at the club. We all had a drink. We had a good time. Kelly was very upset. She wanted to leave. We all saw her yelling in Kyle's face, right? We all saw her. You know, Lisa Rinna took her home. But Lisa Rinna should really tell what happened when she took her in the sprinter on the way home. So this is like Erica repeating to Diana, like, Remember, like we planned. Let's go through the plan again. This is what happened. These are the steps. And Eric in the talking head goes, Lisa and I were texting as she took Kathy home. So, okay. So, Kathy's throwing a fit. But at the same time, Lisa's texting. Mad texting Sutton. This is what happened. And Kathy doesn't look back like, who the fuck are you texting? Huh? See you next Tuesday. Like, you know what I'm saying? The text reads, and Erica reads, from Rita, I got in a sprinter with Kathy, and she had an absolute meltdown. I've never heard or seen anything like it in my entire life. Anger, screaming, throwing things, crying. I'm locked in my room. <laughs> okay, I guess this is when she got back. I'm locked in my room. <laughs> I have the dresser across the door. I'm so scared. <laughs> and Eric was like, OMG. That's what she writes back. OMG. And Erica goes, in a defense, you know, I've said some ugly things myself. Oh, have you, Erica? I've not noticed that ever. The problem I have here is that everyone is quick to condemn my behavior the night after the Italian restaurant. Six days earlier, Kyle goes, let's have a little sensitivity to the victims. I'm not caving into some shit like that. Fine, Rena says. I stand here and fight all night with these bitches. And Rena goes, come on, guys, come on. What about the facts, dumb fucks? Where is Rena for Kathy like that? Like, come on, Kathy, come on, come on. This is what I'm saying. It's like selective behavior. Erica, you know Erica went and bitched about all of those ladies. Said things about all of those ladies, especially Crystal. Erica goes, and I love the way she said but if we're gonna talk about Erica's behavior, are we gonna talk about everybody in this group? She goes so slow. <laughs> just let me do it again because I just like just. <laughs> she goes. But if we're going to talk about Erica's behavior, are we going to talk about everybody in the And Diana doesn't, like, literally doesn't, she doesn't look like she knows where she was. she's at. She goes, I say everybody. Erica goes, right. And Diana goes, Kathy, I know he's very put together. Right. But that night was? Fill in the blank, Diana. Kathy and Aspen was not put together? Right. She was not herself. And Diana goes, Kathy was fucking raging. I don't know who that person was. We've all played our parts very well here. Erica goes, I don't know what's going on with her. I don't know why she was that angry. Erica in a talking head. The bottom line is this. Kathy Hilton did what she did in that nightclub. Okay? Period. End of story. We all saw it. All Kathy has to do is admit it and apologize and move on. But why? Erica's never really admitted anything or apologized and moved on. I mean, like, really? Like, why? Why does Kathy have to apologize? Well, I mean, nobody did the conga line. Shouldn't you apologize to Kathy? Like, why does she have 
I mean, I, I truly, Eric is one of the most stubborn characters we've had on this show of all time. Never really takes blame a lot of the time. I mean, like, I, that's, I just don't get this. Diana goes, you saw the wrath. And Eric goes like, I saw the wrath. And Lisa saw more wrath. <laughs> and I saw most wrath. Lee. Eric goes, Lisa saw the spreader wrath, then the home wrath. We might be overusing the word wrath, you guys. And Diana goes, that's why she ran home tonight? And Eric's like, I think maybe she feels like... Diana goes, Ton? Ton? And Eric goes, Ton, yeah. And she also feels like... And Diana goes, well, you're in between two sisters. You don't ever want to get in between family... Diana, fuck yeah, man. That actually makes sense. Erica goes, no, 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 wrong, wrong, wrong. This has nothing to do with Kyle's sister. This has everything to do with me and Kathy Hill. But wait. Wait, what? No, like, Diana's right. Like, you don't want to get in between family. But Erica's like, no, no, you're wrong. This has to do with Kathy. I'm like, I don't, the logic... And then we're back in the six-figure basement. Dorit goes, guys, I've got to get home to my babies, little Jackaloo and Phoenix. I love you, I love you, I love you, Crystal. Happy birthday, thank you. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Back upstairs, Eric is like, Lisa has her own story to tell, but I... And Diana goes, so why isn't she here? Bok, bok, Lisa, bok, bok, Lisa. And I was like, wait, what? I didn't understand what she was doing. And Eric is like, what do you mean? What? Chicken? Yeah, chicken. Bok, bok. Bok, bok. I'm just saying. Bok, bok. I really genuinely love Diana in this moment. Diana Diana goes, I'm not used to Lisa being chicken. Pussy. I don't want to be judge and jury when I don't know what actually went down, you know. But, you know, I feel like everybody should be held to the same standard. So if they misbehaving, they should be called out. And so Diana sued. Kathy the next night. <laughs> Reed finds them and walks in. Eric goes, Oh my God, what happened? Reed goes, No, I just, you guys, like, it's time to go. And Crystal goes, Let me walk out another guest of mine. I'll be right back. Garcelle goes, I'm going to call it a night. And Son's like, I've had enough cookie cake. Garcelle goes, Thank you so much, the bartender. I appreciate you. What a nice person. Upstairs, Crystal's like, Thank you so much for coming to my birthday, guys. Diana to Crystal, I'm ready, bitch. Garcelle goes, Good night, guys. And Kathy waves goodbye. And Eric goes, Mama, sweetheart. That could have been to Garcelle or Kathy. It was just in the general direction. But Erica's fake to Kathy, too. Erica to Dorico's, let them go. Let them go. Erica, this isn't your house, by the way. <laughs> like, let them go. Why don't you head on out, too? And Dorico's, I gotta go. And Erica's like, oh, yeah, I know. We gotta go home soon. Yeah, just let them get out the door. I, I gotta, I wanna talk shit, you know. And Crystal goes, is Max upstairs? And Rob goes, I put him to bed. And Son's like, well, he's so nice down there. You're going to have so much fun in that basement. And Rob goes, yeah. And Son's like, you really are. And Rob's like, okay, thanks. I got it. And Erica's like, I was just having a conversation with Diana. We were talking about Aspen. Diana and I were talking about Kathy's behavior. And Kathy running in and out and being really angry. So I'm going to tell you why I think Lisa Renner left. She took Kathy home and it got worse. In the Sprinter and at Kyle's house. Like, I feel like this is the da 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 and just like, this is what happens when you live this shit on social media for seven months. Like, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, okay. We, we've heard about it, yep. 
Like, so we've heard about it. This is supposedly the first time some of the others are hearing about the Sprinter part of it. I, it just feels so, I'm so tired. Meanwhile, Crystal's out giving gift baskets to her guests on their way out. And Kathy's like, wow, isn't this beautiful? And Dorit's like, he was not a Kathy I had ever, ever seen before to Erica. Erica and I talking to her goes, remember, be careful of those who have a lot to protect. I don't have anything to protect. And that's why I'm dangerous. <laughs> like her tagline. And Dorit goes, I just feel like I'm literally, oh, fucking hell. Eric and the talking head, I don't know why everyone's afraid of Kathy Hilton. I'm not here to protect anybody. They certainly haven't protected me. Erica, you have been protected so fucking much. Dude, get a clear picture. Like, get a clear, you fucking have gotten a cakewalk. Erica also goes, like I've always said, this game turns on everybody so it's your turn now i mean that's what it is this game of the hills of beverly the housewives now it turns on you erica's like it's like the ring it's your turn now you'll die in seven days like girl come on three goes you know what i'm afraid of the person who is going to suffer the most is kyle and erica's like yeah that's what i'm afraid of Thank you, Dorit. We've got you on record. Okay, we get it. You're friends with Kyle. Next time on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, we go, Rena goes, yay, I got pretty mesh hair. And Crystal's like, I look like Blackpink. And Diana calling on her phone, hello, hello, darling. And Elton John answers the phone. He's like, Diet Coke. He's like, hello, it's me, Elton John. Which would be great then if, like, uh, Rena was like, Elton, did you invite me to your party? Shut and shit. And I was like, I don't know who you are. Rena goes, I saw what I saw. I heard what I heard. And I will never fucking forget. What about forgetting that you're a potty mouth, Rena? And Drew goes, was there anything other than Kyle? And Rena goes, yes, all of us. Like, Kathy was talking shit about all of us. Then we see Kyle crying, like, I feel like you hate me or something. How could you say those things, Kathy? And Kathy goes, Kyle? And Rena goes, you got to figure out why you have a black heart. Dude. Rena. Rena. You are on camera. Like, that's fucking rude, dude. You literally are talking to Kathy Hilton. Like, I know you don't have respect for yourself or a lot of the people around you, but, like, you really are walking a very fine line. I really think this... I don't know. Kathy goes, well, you can be very unkind, too. Everybody goes, I'm sorry, Kathy. You're not going to get away with it. Like, I'm starting to think, Did was is Kathy the burglar at Dorit's place from earlier in the season? Like, what is she not going to get away with? What the fuck happened? Anyways, this uh, this recap was a lot more exciting than the actual show. You're welcome. Um, and we didn't get to a lot of news stories, but I am exhausted. Um, we'll get into Lisa. Ren- well, we did the contract negotiations and all that stuff, but that's it, you guys. Also, go listen to that Kardashians recap. Sign up for the Patreon if you like this. Leave. Uh, I'm 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 leaving it all on the dance floor, folks. I hope you guys got some laughs out of this today. That's the most important thing. And I hope you have the best weekend ever. Like always, we made it through another week. So have fun. 
Be with your family and your friends or yourself and watch some good TV. Don't watch Dahmer. That was scary as shit. And we'll get back up again on Monday and do it all over again. If you have a second, put some good energy in the air for my mom. And uh, that's it. I am stuffed up. Okay. Bye, guys. Betches.